welcome back to another episode of Bobcast, where I interview interesting people who are breaking the mold regardless of the status quo and just pursuing their dreams and goals in one way or another. And today on the show, I have my great friend, Bobby Doc. Bobby Doc is a rapper, a singer, a songwriter, originally from Cranford, New Jersey. And he really is trying to break the mold here in terms of helping other artists come up. So Bobby's plan is to bring his brand up and his art up and then be able to help people below him because in music that doesn't always happen. And I really resonate with what he's trying to do there. He's also associating that with comedy, which I'm a massive fan of. And it just comedy just has a different culture. It's just a little more inclusive rather than competitive. So we talk about that. And obviously it's Bobcast. We dive into a lot of different conversations today. So I'm just going to leave you there. And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Bobcast. This is a listener-supported show. So the only thing I ask of you is please share this with somebody who might find it valuable. Okay, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Bobcast with my friend, Bobby Doc. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bobcast today on the show I have my friend Bobby Doc. What up? <laughs> Fucking ready to go. Brought his own soundboard. Firing on all cylinders, <laughs> baby. Let's get it. Bobby, you always bring it, man, wherever you go. Fuck yeah, dude. I appreciate it. And that, now man. you bring the soundboard. And I got real. the soundboard, dude. Let's go. This is way long overdue, man. Dude, yeah, we can't man, say anything serious in the rest of this podcast. No, we can't. We can't. We just gotta we just go gotta off, fuck man. Around, baby. But for real, dude, it's been a minute, dude. And and uh, you know, time goes on. And I came out to, um, dude, I came out to the Juice World show. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. that was a fun one. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, Jack was there. Your other homie was yeah. there. Browns was there. Everybody yep. came out for that one. That was my that was my first show. I like ever like legit show that I ever mm-hmm. did. That was fucking great, man. Yeah, and you're so. Do you, uh, do you produce too, or is it a rapper? Don't. I'm just a song singer songwriter. Yep, uh, rapper. Yeah, I, I don't produce. I tried to get into it, not for me. Your sounds. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. It's it's a. Uh, it was like a five year. I did it for like five years. Yeah, you yeah. worked with Tyler, right? Worked with Tyler. Got a lot of game from him. First, it was my friend Beach who put me on. He said, uh, he's like, okay, you got to get a Mac and you got to get Logic. And everybody else I talked to said that, or they told me PC. So I'm like. Okay, I'm just going to buy a Mac, whatever, just because yeah. this guy said to do it, basically. And he said, you know, here you go. Base, you know, this is, he said, come back when you have something. Fuck yeah. So that's what I did. I sat on YouTube, man. I just learned logic. But, you know, I don't really produce as much anymore. I wish I did it more. Now it's kind of just the thing that, you know, when I don't want to write or. Right. Yeah, I was about to ask you, you still like write music and shit? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice. And I had a backlog. I don't know about you, but I had such a backlog that I, so. I wasn't releasing the backlog, but since I had the backlog, I had no excuse to make new music. Right. So I was in a stagnation period of like the ultimate procrastination is when you have everything done. Yeah. And you just need to release it. Yeah. That's exactly what I've been going through. hundred percent. And when's the last time you you dropped something? Shit. That was was probably during the pandemic. I dropped Mm -hmm. um, a little EP, the trash EP. Trash EP. Yeah. 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 Little six songs. That's literally the last time I dropped any music. 2020 I think it was 2020 dude mm-hmm. yeah man so I've just been writing like a maniac the and we're definitely going to go into that but just to kind of zoom in on that juice world show real quick because I popped up in my head 
those shows when you were like opening for these this was like concert crave i think or yeah, something like that crave. which is very you know like as you know we've talked to a ton of artists it always comes up um i don't know i'm curious about your opinion of and you don't have to you know uh use concert crave you could use them as an example but you don't have to but like the artist showcase itself like you opening up performing for these kind of bigger artists and with like much larger crowds like was that uh, how like how much did that help you? Do you think that was a, like a really big help to like your sound or your career or your fans or your brand? Or I, I always like to know because I never liked the model. Yeah, no, I don't like the model either, mm-hmm. but I do think it did a lot for my one my confidence. You know, like because it forced me to get up in front of literally that show was sold out and it's Starland Ballroom, mm-hmm. so it's and I went on I think right before either right before Juice or like right before the last opener, so everyone was already in there. And it forced me to go. I had to go up in front of like twenty five hundred people, and it was my. Th- it was the third time I'd ever performed in front of anybody. Whoa. So it was like I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go balls to the wall," yeah. and it kind of forced me because at the time I was just like, "I don't know if I'm ready," and that's why I put off performing for so long. And I was just like, "Fuck it, I have no choice. I'm either I'm either gonna do this or I'm not." And I wanted to do it bad, so I'm just like, "Fuck it." I'm just going to do it. And uh, it forced me out of my comfort zone and definitely, definitely boosted my confidence when I did that show. I was DMing you and I was like, what are you doing for performing? I'm like, do I have a performance track? I'm like, you know, because I don't know shit. I I didn't know either at the time. I think that's what you said too. You're like, yeah, man, like I have one, a performance track or I won't or whatever. Like it wasn't like it was a kind of, you were like, yeah, I'm just in it too, bro. Like, (laughs) dude, at the time. (laughs) We're both in it, this shit right now, just trying to figure this out. At the time, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even have performance tracks. What I would do is I would just play the instrumental behind me and just do the whole fucking song. Which is way, which is more, which is better for the, it's, it's better overall. It's more, a little more stress. Way more stress. Rapping over the official mastered song sounds so bad. Yeah, I, I agree. Sounds I agree. terrible live. Yeah. And I, I had a set where I did uh, acapella and performance tracks, and then I did a regular song, and it yeah. just killed my shit. Yeah, it just, it's too loud. You can't hear yep. you. Yep. You can't hear yourself. Nope. I did that. I had a show recently, and I was like, it was kind of last minute, so I didn't have time to go to the studio. So that's what I did. I kind of just like performed over my masters. We were having so much trouble with the sound and, and shit, so I got to go back in the studio and, and do performance tracks of all my shit. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep the hooks in, because the hook is what you really want people to remember, but the rapping part, like in the middle, mm-hmm. that's what you got to, you got to not have anything behind you. Yeah, the hook's, hook's easy. Yeah. yeah, hook's easy, you know, so. Yeah, when you, um, I definitely want to go towards what you're doing now, and you have an album and things like that, and, and we're going to get there, but... How did you get started in this? I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers tattoo, so that's how I, you know, that's that's how we got started on that conversation. Yeah, so man. is that that must be involved in somehow? But I'm curious how this kind of all started to happen because people ultimately, when you say you're a rapper, this probably happens to both of us. People go really, or like, it's really, like dude? yeah, and they need you to like kind of verify it. Yeah, it's not a thing like you have to prove it like you yeah. have to pull up. Oh, are you then the next question? Are you on Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> there are, and there, there are also, there's also that question in the back of their head. Like, do you just rap for fun or do you do this for real? You it's, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Do you rap? Do you actually rap? Are you like a performer or like yeah, a yeah. musician? Yeah. It's like they're trying to figure it out. Do you just like freestyle when you're fucked up or do yeah. you actually release music? That's you know? the problem is that you can't because everybody's self-proclaimed. 
Yeah, so yeah. when you're self-proclaimed, you can call yourself a rapper or call yourself anything. You can call yourself fucking anything. Dude. And then, so if you have you, who's done X amount of performances, all these songs, been writing for X amount of years now, and then you have somebody who's made one song, they're a rapper too. Yeah, no, totally. But yeah, yeah so, but how was that, where was this, where's the spark, like, where does it even happen, man? So dude, I started, I actually started writing music when I was 14. I'm 26 now, so I've been doing this for like 12 years. Shit. Um, my grandfather passed away, and I was just like in a bad spot. I didn't really know like how to get a good outlet from that and uh i decided to start writing because when i was younger i'd always loved hip-hop love i love music just in general like any genre and i always just like i want to fucking do that like i want to write music and i just started doing it. i started like i started as a guy that would just rap at parties and be like oh fucking throw this beat on and have rob rap or whatever so i would do that i was not good but all my buddies were like this is fucking awesome so i was just like they gave me that confidence where I'm just like, all right, let me keep doing it. And but I instead of writing like party music, I would, I would write to ease my own pain, in in a, in a sense, you know. Yep. So and that's kind of what I kept doing, you know, forever. That's what I do now for like it's like I'm like my therapy, you know. what I'm saying just literally my notes in my iPhone are my therapy sessions for myself, mm-hmm. you know. what I'm saying so that's kind of how I got into that. And then when I was in college, I, I was. You know, I went through a pretty bad breakup and I was just like, and I had stopped rapping for a while. And then I was just like, you know what, let me, let me pick this up again. Cause, uh, I'm smarter now. I'm older. I know more stuff, you know? So I started, I started really, really writing. And that's when I did the first mixtape. Cause I just literally was just in my fucking room in Patterson, just r- literally in my room. Just, I didn't go out, nothing. I was just right all fucking day long. Sometimes I was up till like 4am just writing fucking music and, and I fucking, I fell in love with it, dude. So, so it was like, you almost fell in love with it again, I guess. It was, it was, it was totally like a, like rap was like the ex-girlfriend that I got, that got away and I got her back, man. You know what I'm saying? You always have it. That's the thing. Is that without, and, and as an artist or as like, I have a business too. And and I realized in that it's very similar. It's that it's this lonely journey thing. Yeah. And um, what's the Thoreau quote? Most men lead lives of quiet desperation or something like that. Where it's that like, sounds, it sounds right. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent accurate, dude. Hundred percent. It's like not, and 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 there's, it's just listen. There's a lot of things going on these days, but for real, there's not. And I think we kind of touched on this. I had my friend Tunes on, who's a rapper too. Had him on last time about kind of just like leaders and role models, and like it's and it's not like I. Who was saying this? How Jordan Peterson doesn't look like the type of guy that he describes that you should be. Right. And so it's kind of in a weird... There's Who do you go to for like a male kind of role model yeah. that isn't on an extreme side of the spectrum? True. So a lot of guys, you have nobody to tell. Like if you don't have a girlfriend or something, it's like you're just kind of chronically lonely. And yeah. then, or you go especially if you don't time. have like a tight knit group of friends, tight knit group know? of friends, or just an outlet, like a good a, family, like anything like that. Exactly, you know, like exactly. That. And there's you know times that even if you have that stuff, it's still difficult. Oh, for sure. But I think the there's something about the writing and the creative outlet. Like I write for like marketing and for like kind of for work now for this right. for my business, which is a different type of writing. <laughs> but I do really enjoy just sitting there and writing for like a half an hour, even yeah. if it's something about podcasting or something like that. Yeah, it's whatever. just it's a weird cathartic thing. Oh, for sure, man, cuz sometimes you, you like you start writing and then you think of shit that you like you you weren't thinking of before on the fly while you're writing. You know what I'm saying? Like like every song that I've ever had starts with one line. And I'm like, "Hmm, maybe I could piggyback off this idea." You know what I'm saying? 
and just and just literally make it a fucking song. And I, as I'm writing, I'm thinking of more shit and more shit and more shit. And that's literally my all my writing sessions are like that. It's just if it hops. If so, do you will you sit down to write or will you have kind of an inspirational moment and then just take it? I've never once sat down and I'm like, I'm going to write mm. never once. Uh, my philosophy on music, especially music, is musicians experience life and then they tell it in their songs. So if you got nothing going on and you have no ideas, you can't possibly write anything. You know what I'm saying? So at least for me, I'm like I like if someone was like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to pay you X amount of money to write a song for this." I could 100% do it. But it's not going to be like it's not going to be like a you're not going to feel it, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be like I don't know. I don't really know if that's like the way to describe it, but do you get what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And and there's also there's a time that an idea when there's an when ideas happening in your mind you will never get that same moment right yeah, of yeah. that idea happening yeah so if you don't jump on it right then you can save it and you can do what is called the extended mind which is the phone oh yeah fuck yeah but when you have or you write a couple jokes down right you know the deal, bro. When you go back to that joke, it's not funny anymore. It's fucking terrible. It's so terrible. It's terrible. But in your head in that moment, it was so funny. And that's the same thing for music where you are you get this spark of idea. And yeah. then and then you're almost unconsciously writing. 100%. If you sit down to write, how do you make that happen? Yeah. Well, that's something I'm going to force myself to fucking do now. Yeah. I've done it. I've done the writing yeah. every single day at the same time. Yeah. You, you can do it. It's You can get oh, the yeah. same uh, results, but it's just, it's a hard, ha- now it's an internal motivation thing. For sure, for sure. And it's the muse, man. That's what they call it. You know? It is, yeah. You got to find that muse. Uh, I'm trying to do this new thing on like Instagram to just like boost my social media. It's just like Freestyle Fridays. So I'm having people on like Monday vote on what beat I should rap over. And then on Friday, I'll fucking like do a freestyle. So I only have four days to write uh, 24 or 16 bars or whatever. So it's going to force me to sit down and kind of hone my craft a little bit, even though I wouldn't have probably done that um, if I didn't have that going if on. If you don't have the deadline, dude. Yeah. All, yo, art, you can constrain, you can only constrain art so much, but if you give an artist a deadline, motherfucker, they, they're going to be on the last two minutes. For and sure. And they're going to be yeah. and it's gonna ask, be some of the best shit literally <laughs> you've ask, ever seen ask Hopefully. all yeah, ask all my college professors like eleven fifty eight. I'm assignments in mm-hmm. <laughs> every single one yep. I don't know what it is about me but every single one or for my friend Ice Made It who I had on here who uh, is an A&R creative director and stuff like that he's like he's like yeah man I'll get that shit in the last but he said I've I'm efficient in the last two hours yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like, I'm trying not to be like that because yeah. it's not a great quality no it's but. not man it's not but I always say like oh I'm gonna batch this or I'm gonna batch these videos or I did it actually with the videos for this podcast it was the first time I ever did it of 82 videos that I posted on Instagram that I'm then gonna go and post on TikTok and YouTube right, and stuff right. like that but I never could do it man like I could do it for like a week yeah. or I could say oh I'm gonna write all these songs right now yeah or something like that. You know? It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. Yeah. It's it's weird because it sucks because you want the inspiration to take hold. Yeah. And But then you also want to structure it so you can do it on a schedule. Yeah. But I think you have something there with the time, putting yourself in your own time commitment because that's a rough strategy right there. Yeah. You know? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Be, well, his thing was one song a week. So. One song a week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my buddy did one video a week. My friend Alexander Charles, man. Charles. He uh, works with my friend Beej Links who I mentioned and they did one video every week it wasn't always a three minute video but it was crazy dude there was so much content and uh, and now if he would have done it now with how like TikTok and Reels is and stuff like that 
probably would have got even crazier. Yeah, man. For, oh, yeah. Well, that's why I'm trying to get back on these fucking reels, dude. All these kids are fucking getting famous for doing this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck are we doing? They're fucking smart. They're playing They're on the fucking, platform. Fuck yeah, they are. But, like, goddamn. Let's get some real talent oh, out Oh, you know man. how much TikTok consultants charge? Dude. The one I saw today was, like, yesterday. I'm actually talking to her, like, next week. I'm going to ask her about it. I'm like, damn, this is a freaking biz right here, baby. Fuck yeah, seven hundred an hour or something. It was. That's I charge freaking. Do I charge like two fifty an hour? And I think that's a lot for fucking consulting. Consulting, yeah. Yeah, like that's seven hundred an hour though. That's a, yeah. Just a, but think about how much people fucking want it, dude. That's what it is. Fuck yeah. People want it so bad that they're yeah. willing to pay whatever. I'm also such a fucking asshole where I I actually hate people telling me what to do. So I don't know if I'd ever be, pay for a consultant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Do you want to figure it out yourself, too, though? Fuck yeah. 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 Exactly. I want that. I'm so competitive, and I'm like, I'm just like, I need to do it myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It, when I need that win. I need that W. You yep. know what I'm saying? You got to go through the grind shit. Yeah. Like, and the reason I actually, like, picked up rapping again was because, like, and I, I was, this might sound fucking stupid or whatever, but, like, football was my jam. I got those W's or whatever, got those big hits, and then after that, I had no competition. So I, I kind of look at hip-hop as, like, a competition a little bit, where I'm like, I got to be the best. So do you think that hip-hop being as competitive as it is, is detrimental, or do you think that's just part of the culture? I think yes and yes. Mm-hmm. It's so, detrimental and part of the culture. It is, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's also it good. It's great. Yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. It's not It's not like, you know, the country music guys no, are it's out not. there for... Hey man, you just get you know what you get, and I get what I get. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. No, it's I like, like that. <laughs> rap is like I'm gonna take everything you own. Yeah, and half the fucking Toons, lyrics. Yo, actually, our friend Tunes, he was like, I'll f- just I'll just fuck your bitch. Exactly. Like half, I was just about to say <laughs> he was messing around. He's like, like, I'm gonna take your girl and fuck her in front of dude. Him. How hip- <laughs> dude? That's like the most hip hop shit ever, bro. It is. It totally is. <laughs> but it's so fucked up. But <laughs> like, I know. That's what it is. Why is it like that? That's what I'm wondering. I'm just trying to de- yeah. I'm trying to just analyze it. You know, I don't know why it's like that, but you well, you know, what's well, the competition aspect? You, mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to. I think everyone's just trying to dominate each other. Like it's it's just competition. Like who's the fucking who's the man and who's the alpha? You know what I'm saying? Did you see that at all with the concert craves and stuff like that? And artists like did because I have it. There's a thing where I'm like, your Spotify listeners don't matter because it matters who you bring out to a show but then it's like can you go to one of these events and just throw somebody bills to get up there and like you're just a guy with people on spotify but then nobody pops out to the show it's like it's weird it's like because it's not talent it's not pure talent that's rewarded it seems right no yeah you're absolutely right man and that's kind of what i was uh uh gonna talk to you about with like stand-up comedy and shit like stand-up comedians when they're coming up they fucking help each other you know what I'm saying? They really fucking, they really help each other come up and, and like even the guys that are like pretty well known will find like a funny comedian and they'll bring them like, Hey man, like I have a set on my tour. Someone just dropped out. You want to come and do this shit? But in hip hop, it's not like that at all, dude, at all. Like if, if, uh, I, I wish I was in a better position so I could do that shit and kind of set the precedent, which is what I will do. Mm. But there are guys that I'm like, I've, I've opened up for them and they have fucked with me. But they're just going to bring their buddies on. That's what it is. They're just going to bring their buddies. Even though their buddies aren't good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I have no one in particular that I want to say that about. It's just like in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a community aspect that comedy has that 
music doesn't have for some reason. It's just music's just very or hip hop. It's very aggressive. Yeah. And it it's a uh there's it's a dominating type of force. Like you need to yeah, dominate dude. in hip hop. That's for what sure. people want to do. Comedy's like we just make people laugh. Yeah, dude. But they'll also say some shit that you're like, oh, fuck, maybe they shouldn't have said that, that shit. That's how they make people laugh. Well, yeah, exactly. For sure. You well, know? yeah, man, it's the, it's the edge. And that's, but, that's what's so similar about yeah. hip-hop and comedi- er, comedy is, like, we we ride that line, right, of, like, what's okay to say and what's not. I That's why that's why comedians are so good at this medium. So fucking good. And I'm not a comedian. I just do this because I like it. I wish I had that fucking brain to yeah. sit down and write a fucking funny-ass joke. Well, I mean, it's also a qu- learned behavior. True, that's true. You could do it, totally. You're a creative person. Think about it. If you put on paper, Bobby Doc, artist, songwriter, been writing for X amount of years, it's cathartic, it's by release, I get up on stage, oh, wait, this guy could totally be a comedian. Yeah. You have what it takes. But you also, know? you got you got T.I. selling out arenas doing stand-up, and it's like... Really? Is T.I. funny? Really? Probably not. Is he though doing stand up? Yeah, he is. He's trying Trek, to stand up. Can we up. get a visual? Yeah. He's trying. I swear to God. Maybe I believe I dream you. That, I just, but I'm no, sure. I believe you. I just want yeah. to see it. <laughs> Dude, hey, I mean, more power to you, I guess. No, totally. But yeah, but if you're gonna sell it, if hey, it's diehards. I mean, yeah. listen, J Cole would be great at stand up. I bet. For I would sure. just assume that he's good. He's a smart dude. I just. I won't even pay. He's one of my favorite rappers of all time, and I can't exactly. buy a ticket. 100%. I won't buy a ticket. Dude, uh, yeah, like if... It's too much money, dude. If Bob Mar- yeah, see? Boom. Holy he's doing stand-up, shit. man. He's, like, trying to sell... He's and he, and he is. He's doing, like, selling shitload of tickets, not doing What if he's rap. hilarious, dude? He's probably fucking funny. I don't know. I feel like you would have heard about it if he was. Actually, <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah, there's and there's a lot of crossover with it. Everybody does a freaking yeah. crossover. Normally, it's comedy and acting crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get it's rare you get a music to comedy, um, right? Yeah, no, very rare. I would think so. Very rare. Well, you got the you got the comedy to music too. You got and the the anomaly that is Donald Glover. Oh yes. my God! What a fantastic example. Yeah, Donald Glover's the fucking man. I mean, everything though. He can just do everything. Everything. He is the fucking man. Really well, too. He is the modern day Dean Martin, and he makes Dean Martin look like a fucking chump. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then he also will say like political shit and yeah. like cultural shit that yeah. like raises feathers and stuff like that. And you're like, wait, dude, really? Like this is just crazy. Yeah. I remember watching what was his first stand up? Two thousand twelve, eight or something. It was a while. He was ago. he was doing the Comedy Central presents. Yeah. Like back in like oh eight or some shit like that. Yeah. So who are you, so who are you typically watching comedy wise? I love Tom Segura. Tom Segura is like the fucking man. Um, who else? Shit. Dave Chappelle is the goat. Yep, the goat. He is the goat. Um, Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Chris, dude. Just the OGs. The OGs. And I like the up-and-comers, too. Like uh, Sam Morrill. Hilarious. Yep. Mark um, Norman. Mark Norman. Yeah, dude. Saw him. So we went to see him. Me and my girl went to see him. And it was COVID enough so that we were, it was last summer. So we still, it was outside New, New Brunswick, I guess. Yeah. New Brunswick. Okay. Um, and so she goes to the bathroom before the show and she comes back and she's like, yeah, like when I went to the bathroom, Mark was going to the green room and he was like, nice shoulders or whatever <laughs> to my fucking girl. That was such a good impression. <laughs> That's good. I've been watching him a lot. Hey, nice shoulders. <laughs> I'm gay. Um, 
Yeah, dude. Fuck it. So it was so funny, dude. She comes back, and I remember. So after the show, right? Um, I don't even know if this was right after. Uh, bef- before the show, I had shadowed him out because I got the ticket. So I shadowed him out on IG. So nice. he accepts the thing and accepts the IG. So now I'm in the DMs or Hell whatever. Yeah, but dude. I didn't really realize it. I just said thanks for reposting it. And then after that, I realized that I was in the fucking DMs. So then I DM'd him like, yeah, he told my girl she had a nice sore shoulder. He's like, well, I'd love for you to come on the podcast. Yeah, why not? <laughs> like, just shot it right in there. Um, he said something like, like eh, or something like that. It was like a bunch of a. It was a bunch of O's, a bunch of A's, or some shit. And I was like, "That's not enough, Mark. That's not enough. It's right? not enough, but it's like eh." I'm also an idiot in a garage, but like, so that was my Mark Norman uh, oh, experience. That's funny as shit, dude. Yeah, it was great. I love him, dude. I love. But uh, to to what you were saying before, man, I'm really, I I've been trying to. So I'm not trying to fix the New Jersey music scene because I just don't really like I can play my part I don't know that one man can yeah I don't think one man can there's people who are doing it and helping more than others um so I'm not trying to do that but I'm trying to understand it you know so that's why I've been asking people about it yeah but um and that's why I ask about the concert craves and the showcases and stuff like that because I want to know what's going on um do you feel that there isn't really like a coherent like kind of like rap hip-hop scene because I think it's obvious that there's really not there's something yeah, no, there's not a coherent scene. There's not a guy where you can be like, he's the fucking king of New Jersey, and everyone knows it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yes, I, 100%. I, and, and going back to, you know, the companies that put together the shows, and I'm, I got nothing against these guys. They're making their dough. You know, they're doing what they got to do. But the model is, um, like, if you don't sell tickets, you're not going to get paid. Um, I understand that, but it's also like, we got to fucking do our thing too like we can't it's like oh it's a catch-22 almost where like if you're just starting you can't make money uh if you're not known and if you're not like and you if you're you're not not known known, you can't can't make money you know so i I just and i just wish that there like i like going back i wish there was a guy that was like solidified that could be like going to these shows and being like you're the fucking man let's put together like this big ass show and let's get it and let's you know what i'm saying like and that's kind of what I want to do. Um, once I start growing a better following, I, I want to be that dude. Yeah, you want to put on, man. I want to put everybody on because I I honestly believe that this state has the most talented artists, regardless of genres. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's dude. It like, is so wild. The sorry to cut you off there, but it is just so absolutely crazy to me. Just hip hop alone, we have some of the like artists that should just have. Like ten, like just I pop. can name ten I can name ten that should have yeah, popped yeah, like exactly. you know what I'm saying and when I say that like not that they won't pop later that they should have popped um, but they have the talent to do so true true I also think you know work ethic comes to you know it comes in a lot for sure and with the pandy wandy it's uh, work <laughs> ethic has gone down good Spotify is not gonna pull us because you said it that way <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna put that little code yeah. they keep putting that thing next to all my episodes yeah yeah but yeah dude it's uh. I'm not gonna lie, man. It was tough for me to 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 kind of find my confidence after that shit too, because I was supposed to do some some cool fucking shit that just all got canceled. And think about how much shit you wanted to do during COVID in terms of like I don't know. I some people did a lot, but I didn't really do that much music. I mean, I was doing podcast stuff, but but yeah, I man. wanted to finish an album and do this, and do yeah. that, and just up didn't and have- up like leading up to the pandemic, I was for maybe like a year straight I was doing a show 
like three times to four times a month, which is a lot. So, and I had, I had gotten some heat, you know what I'm saying? And all that shit died. So I got to start from the bottom. Now we here, but we're still at the bottom. (laughs) For real though. Like I feel you, man. That's when I started. I didn't, I think you had a little bit more momentum in terms of like, I think, uh, you were probably building it up even more so. And I was just starting to hit performance circuit. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, that I, it was a great excuse for me because I don't want to perform. Like I know that I have to, Yeah. but it hasn't, I've been a DJ since I was 16. It's just really fun for me. And there's not, there are moments that can stress me out for sure, but I've kind of like seen it all type of thing. Um, and I've, and I'm very, I'm, I'm comfortable to the point where it can be fun. Performing didn't even get to that point with me with my music. Right. I, I wasn't, I just didn't have enough reps to yeah, get no, to you, that comfortability. You gotta get those reps, dude. Mm-hmm. You have to. So then, boom, you can't do shows. Well, yeah. I And yeah, I, there's been, I think I've done two shows since, um, since the pandemic ended or ended, you know, but, um, but that's also because shows aren't fucking happening, you know, also venues don't want hip hop guys in their fucking venues now. Cause no one's getting the vaxy waxy, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Chris Webby, Chris Webby did a show over out by us, man, at a bar here because they didn't require it. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, and uh, there there are a lot of venues that rappers should be doing that don't want rappers there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did the Crossroads in Garwood, um. Which is, a, it's a fine venue, but it's not really where hip hop is going to be like the, the best to do. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there, there are, there are places where hip hop should be fucking going. You know what I'm saying? There is the, I did a show with uh mad minds. I think I just did the open mic at uh Stanhope house. It's okay. Stanhope, New Jersey. Stanhope house, super, you know, famous spot for. Yeah. Really I actually made... did Stanhope house oh, uh, right. before the, yeah, it was like. Me and Drewby did it. We opened up for this dude. He was on Wild and Out. I forget his name off the top of my oh, head. Shit. Oh, Young Swag. Great name. name. Yeah. One of the best in the industry. It's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. That dude, actually, I, to be was, the only Young, to be the real Young Swag, that's actually, no, it is actually good. It is a great it's name. It's good branding, yeah. Fuck yeah. He was, yeah, he's on Wild and Out, and he was so much shorter than I thought he was going to be. <laughs> People look bigger on Instagram, I guess. Dude, that's how it is, man. There's that. That's what I, it's a lot of freaking rappers who bought followers and shit. And yeah, and that's what it's looking like. And yeah. then you show the bulb to the show. Nobody's there. Yeah. But then well, this guy brought out 30 people or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's what it uh, And I'll tell you what, a lot of the, the main attractions for these shows that New Jersey's putting on don't fucking like they don't really sell many tickets. It's the dudes that are opening that are selling the tickets. And who's going to get paid? The fucking main guy, yep. which is what I hate. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I put in this work to sell all these tickets, and so did everybody else that's on this show, and this guy just showed up. I sold, set, like, seven at this Chris Webby show, and they bumped me. They didn't even let me perform. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, fucked up shit. That's fucked up. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, wow, cool, you're independent. It's like, you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, yeah. It just wasn't professional. If it's going to be independent, and listen, it's all good. Like, the show started two hours late. It's just like nobody was in charge. It's all you know. It happens. But if you if that was a uh, a rapper that had their label uh, running their shit, that doesn't happen. No, 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 it does not. And that's what people everybody's like. Oh, do fucking independent. 
if a label knocked on your door and gave you the worst deal Fuck in the world, yes. you'd fucking take it. Fuck today. yeah, I would. And even if I don't make money off it, because listen, I'm gonna make money off it right now. What the fuck do I care? As long as I get the recognition, at the end of the fucking deal, yeah. maybe I'll get a better deal, or I'll fucking, I'll use that platform that I've created from the shit deal I got and yeah. fucking skyrocket. And you're not gonna buy a fucking chain and a goddamn Range Rover and shit. It's like no, that's the thing is the pro- that's the problem. I'm gonna put it back into my music dude, and, 100%. and make it better. Yeah, well, that's what happens with these deals is they basically give you a loan and then people just blow it. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. And they have their shit, their people running it. Yeah. So if you, you know, so it's all, what you do is you get the loan from the label and then you go hire all your own people. Yes. And then you use their money to do that. And then they're like, okay, cool. Like this is, these are the people that need to be involved from us. And these are the people that don't. Yeah. And if I'm you, just learning this. And if you do well with the money they gave you, they're going to give you more money mm-hmm. to do it the next time. Cause you're giving them, you're giving them their fucking loan back plus interest or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what Ice Man it was saying is that basically they want you, they'll take you if you have everything ready to go for them. If you're, yeah. if you can plug and play and yeah. you just have enough of a fan base, yeah. So they don't have to do anything to get you going. That's yeah. It's not about ta- like we were saying this with it's not. It's not about talents. It's about the business. It's no, yeah, it's about making. It's money. a loan company. It's about making money and you and you at. You have to respect it from a business standpoint. It's a fan. It's one of the best business models ever. Ever, yeah, for sure. Other than the you can't, second, you can't really hate it. Second to education. Yeah, true that. second to college. True that. Dude. College is the best business model in the world. Yeah, man. You can literally not improve your product and just charge more money for it. Yeah, it's amazing. Hundred percent. I'm a, I'm actually signed to an independent label right now. Oh shit. Yeah, so I'm signed to three one four three management. Oh, I'm signed, uh, to, signed to two one five two. Do we have beef right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was talking to 5126 the other day. <laughs> dude, we throw down right in the pocket. You don't say that about what you say, dude. <laughs> no, but yeah. I dude. didn't do that. I didn't know that, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, um, my manager, Kevin, um, started this label. And uh, and we're just kind of seeing, you know, what, what's going what's gonna to happen. I'm dropping my album on October 7th. We've... We've both put in money for, you know, PR and videos and, and uh, you know, music and all that shit. So it's going to be cool. We have two other rappers on our label. Um, I don't remember the, the, the newest guy because he just got signed like last week. But there's this guy, Lucid, that we signed um, from California. And he has a pretty good following. So... Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool, man. Oh, that's so cool. So this is like a grassroots type it's, of thing. Yeah, we are, we are the first three. Wow. So that's it's, awesome. it's going to be cool. So And this is your manager who put this together, this business? Yeah, it's, he's like my manager, but he's also the head of the label, if you will. Because mm-hmm. it's an indie label. It's not like he's giving us advances or anything like that. Like, we're still independent artists, but we just... He has resources that we can use. A friend of mine does this where, yeah. like, he produces for the artists. He will set them up with music videos and stuff. Yeah. And they'll be signed and he'll take his percentage or whatever. I just did a music video in um, Philadelphia for one of my songs on the album. I would have never known about this spot if it wasn't for him. Like, he was just like, hey, I found this venue. I know the guy is going to give us a discount on it. Um, do you want to book it for, like, four hours? And we'll shoot a whole video. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know, so and that's just like the the coolest shit about being on an indie label is that you still are independent, um, but you just have resources that you wouldn't have had before. Mm. You yeah, know? connections, yeah, and ways to get, and then you can partner with a big label. Yeah, for sure. And then not get fucked. Yeah, Actually, yeah, absolutely. So when did he come in the picture? He came in the picture 
2020. He was, I, I released my, the trash EP like through three, one, four, three management at the time. So, um, I don't know if they still call it. Three, what, how'd you management. meet him? So my buddy, Joey, uh, uh, Papa is an engineer. He engineered like my whole rapper person album. Good dude. Super, super talented musician. He has a band called human zoo. They're fucking awesome. Solid they rock. name. They're awesome. Uh, super talented guys. Um, but Joey, uh, like engineers and, and he lives, um, in my town. So I would literally go to his basement and I would record. And there's also another spot in, in, uh, in Clark Sonoma beach studio that we go to occasionally and, and record. And I met Kevin at, um, Sonoma beach, um, because he had, he had another guy that is no longer with us. Well, he's still alive, but he's not with uh, the label anymore. He's no longer. He's with no us. longer with us. I had to take him out because he was also on the label. Yeah, no, he, that guy was a fucking asshole. So. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Dude. <laughs> Fuck that guy, dude. Reverse shout out. Yeah, reverse shout out. Fuck you, dude. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we're doing reverse shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> My manager wanted me to be little dicky. Oh yeah, she just was like, "Well, this white boy could be a little dicky." <laughs> yeah. Hey, be you know little dicky, be him. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> wait, so you're a uh, gimmick rapper too, or a meme rapper too? Uh, yeah. No, I just I'm writing like just my music. Like I'm not trying to be anybody else. It's yeah, like yeah. first to fundamentally understand. You see Young Gravy, and you go, "He could be a little dicky." Yeah. Because it makes fucking sense. Well, what kind of shit advice is that? Dude, I, <laughs> what kind of terrible management is it's that? Like, it's hey, like, hey, you yeah. see, you see, fucking Juice World. Just be him. Just what are you doing? Be him. Be that guy. Yeah. Just right, replicate like, right, everything. Just fucking transform real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fuck. what. I, well, obviously, you could tell this person didn't really know much about music. Mm-hmm. It was an all talk scenario, you know. Gotcha. Um, Sounds like she it. brought me. We went to a DJ. We went to a pretty shitty bar slash club in Philly. Went like upstairs where nobody was to talk to a DJ to get. I guess if you want, you can get your song on his kind of pl- playlist or whatever because and you pay for it and mm-hmm. it looked like a sheet of paper that you know like a 12 year old designed on on I was gonna say docs it was Microsoft Word you know what I'm saying and it was like a Microsoft Word document that was so simple like it had like the little underline for yeah. where you're supposed to sign it was just so funny man and I'm like I'm getting managed this is like it was still on it was still on the, the default font they didn't <laughs> oh, change 100%. the font dude, like, it was fucking <laughs> Times New Roman dude. this was Times New Roman fucking 16 so it just like yeah. looked weird it's like if you're gonna do 12 make it look like a contract yeah, you know what I'm on. saying pump it up to 16 I'm like this is child's play yeah so that was my opportunity to like hey do you wanna pay $250 for this guy to not play your song cause you're not gonna be there to know if he played it or not I went through that with a with a pretty large like movie. I don't have it's not yeah. a cl- Jersey Club song yeah where that would make sense yeah <laughs> like, you, you, know, you know Drop a Op me and Jerby song yeah I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that song so we tried to get that spun on a pretty large radio station and a oh. certain DJ did the same thing kinda just took our dough and didn't fucking spin it yep so can't how many how many times does that happen oh. how many scams this whole like it sucks cause 90% of the industry is a scam so you can't trust anybody. That's why hip hop's so cutthroat. Yeah, it's because everybody's scamming, scheming. They're scamming out here, dude, big time. Yeah, I just hate anybody who takes advantage of a fucking artist, dude. It's it's such a dick move, man. Yeah, it's such a dick move. Because you put in all that, like you said, all that work, all that time, and then you know all you have to show for it is this is the music itself. But then if you don't have, if you're not popping, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like 
people get people. That's how people get on the radio. The either their song is already popular, or at least back in the day, they would fucking give a disc jockey five hundred bucks and they'll fucking play it on the radio. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know, maybe fucking that's still how it works. I have no fucking yeah. idea because I was just like, that, that was way before I knew anything. That's worth it. It's like having your music on Spotify for the first time. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's it's also amazing how cheap it is, but it's like. We would pay as much money as we would. That's have what I'm saying. I was like, to do that, it was it was 400 bucks, and me and Drew we split it because it was both of our song, and I'm like 200 bucks. But they didn't even to get it. our song on a fucking radio station because I know people, everyone listens to. Mm. So and it's like I'm like that sounds like a fucking win win, but it did not happen, and he just took 400 dollars from us. Damn, fuck like, what yeah. a fucking dick. I know people who have gotten their records spawned. I do too. Uh, I know uh, Ethan Ross. He got his spun. Ethan Ross. On that, the boy. On, he that been pa- up here. on that particular radio station, he yeah. got his spun. Uh-huh. So, ah, shit. Yeah. I don't, so you know who I'm talking about. I mean, about. I could take a fucking guess. You might take a guess. I could probably say, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. I don't want to get canceled, so I'm not saying names. I actually don't. I'm not confident on it, so I'm not going to say it, but I would say it, because yeah. I don't give a fuck about anything. Tell me off pod yeah, who you think it is. Off pod. Off pod will do that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the radio, like I was saying, the fucking Spotify shit doesn't matter. It just matters how many people bring out to a show. Yeah, dude. But then also you have to have built in fan base. So it's a lot a lot of fucking moving parts, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta have um like I didn't I don't give a fuck about Instagram. If I didn't have this music shit, I would not have an Instagram. But you have to do Me it. Me too. You have to do it. Because that's just where people see you, mm-hmm. you know? I don't like doing... So- I like making... Co- I don't mind making content. I just don't like social media. No, like, I, I wouldn't... You, I really would not use it if I didn't have... Like, I'm good. I don't need anything from yeah. it. Like, if I need to learn something, I'll use anything at my disposal to learn it. Yeah. But I don't need random information. That's, like, well, the, yeah. probably the worst thing I can And that's get. why I fucking hate, like, like, having an Instagram and having a TikTok is that I'm just going to mindlessly scroll a dumb shit for three hours and then be like, holy shit, it's one in the morning. You have no choice. You Yeah. Yep. It like just grabs you. Just grabs you by the throat. You know what I'm saying? That's so. how it goes, dude. That's that's a talk. I won't yeah. download it, dude. I'm too scared of this. What no, it doesn't matter. Facebook, we let Facebook look at everything. Yeah. I don't even have a Facebook. I have a Facebook, but I don't even have Facebook. I use Marketplace, phone. bro. I just be... Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I sell was, a lot of shit on there. Dude, I was, I was like, literally, I'm like... I wonder if I can get a Nintendo Switch for twenty dollars. <laughs> I was like, there was one, but I had to drive to like Tennessee to get it, and I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Ah, uh, no, nah, not worth the twenty dollars plus a road trip. Not so. with this gas. No, no. Not with these. Uh, no, was, they went down though. I went down a little bit. Gas prices went down a little went bit. Down We're a little sub smidge. fours. We're sub fours, baby. Went down a little smidge. We're sub fucking sub four. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm trying to find something funny to put on the soundboard. You just gotta hit us with a rando. Yeah, dude. You want to know what it was like? Um giving money to someone and not having their my music be spun no what was it like <laughs> it was like diarrhea dude it was like having diarrhea it was that painful for you in the moment I was like oh, god damn it again you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's happened it's, it's a repeat scenario dude yeah you put yourself in these shitty situations yeah shitty situations dude that's what's gonna happen it was ass when you um, when you write Music, just to go back to that, is is there like a like you said you let the muse kind of vibe out and take your, take take you know let Jesus take the wheel there, but yeah man, is there like a pro, like do you start with just a premise and then write a song? Do you write to a beat? Do you have to have a beat? Like I don't always have to have a beat, but sometimes I'll write like um, a couple lines and then I'm like let's see like I'll just scroll through beats and just let's see what this could work with, 
with this couple lines that I have, mm-hmm. and then I'll find something that I maybe like, and I'm not I'm not like dead set on like like that one thing. So I'm like, and then I'll keep writing to that, and then I'm like, let me find something maybe better that's similar to that, mm-hmm. and then just keep writing and keep writing, and then maybe like because some beats are better than others, obviously. And I'm a guy who likes to sing, so I like to be um, melodic in my uh, hooks. So I gotta have some kind of melody, maybe in the background, maybe it's like a like a piano or a violin or something like that. When the when the because there there are like if you listen to beats, there are places where the hook should go. You know what I'm saying? Hundred um, percent. So I just I sometimes I write the hook first, and then I'll and then I'll do the verse, and then other times I'll write the verse, and then I'll do the hook based on what I've written. You know what I'm saying? I'm the same way. I, I, there's no rhyme or reason, really. No, I, I'm, I've been writing songs out the same way now. Like, I have a certain way that I... I, I basically just, like, write the song in words yeah. form, and then I make it in song form. Sometimes I'll, I'll just think of a melody, too. Mm-hmm. I'll just, in my car, I'll just be, like, singing a melody, and I'm like, that would be kind of cool. How's that, how does that sound make me feel? And then I'll write based on how that, how that melody that I came up with made me feel, or how it might make other people feel. You know what I'm saying? Have you done uh, like remixes and stuff to like as over other people's beats, like a Drake beat? Or that's whatever? how I started rapping. I literally mm-hmm. well, that's Me how too. I got my cadence down. That's kind of how Me I found too. my own sound. I would in high school I would make remixes of everyone's shit, and I got in trouble once in high school, not by like it wasn't bad trouble. I made a I made How to Love. You know How to Love by Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. I made How to like, Love. Yeah, How to Love, and that was like the first song I ever made. It was a How to Love remix. Oh fuck, and. You know, I said some shit on it, and I was like, he, you know, blah, 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 and the dude that I wrote it about was pissed off, because I'm, I'm like, I wrote it, and I'm like, it's so subliminal, he's never gonna find out. He fucking knew, he found out, like, immediately. <laughs> was not that subliminal. It was, by it was not. <laughs> I thought it was, it was not. Um, but he wanted to fight me. Um, we're cool now. It's fine. Oh, yeah, I was man. like 14. <laughs> stupid shit. Dude, it all starts with a freaking diss track, son. Oh, I love a diss track, dude. Mm-hmm. That's how it started with me. Yeah, I love a diss track. Like, making a song, that's how it started. 100%. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. It's the most organic way. And who was it about? It was about Marco. Who's Marco? Marco, he's a human. He's a guy? You know, he's a... <laughs> it's not an inanimate object, I'll say that. No, Marco's cool, man. He was like a gray below us, and... He, you know, um, I freaking love you, buddy, but I'm going to explain this scenario. So I don't think he's going to listen to this, but if he is. Um, but yeah, so Marco was a little easy to make fun of. Okay. And, you know, he said some shit about us rapping and stuff. And I don't think he meant it. I don't know what he was saying. I don't know if he was saying like we shouldn't do it or we weren't good or right. maybe he wasn't even saying that. Feelings were hurt. I guess. I don't even yeah. know. Like, I guess it. I think it was just an opportunity. And yeah. I and I. And we figured everybody's going to agree with this. Fuck yeah. Distract. So Hell yeah. I think he was talking shit about, uh, I think he was talking shit. Most I could, likely talking most shit. Likely talking Especially shit. if you heard about it. Yeah. Come on. And, but he loved how we were making the song about, you know, and cause he was, you know, a <laughs> That's little great, yeah. off the, you know, beaten. That might be the first time it's track. ever happened ever. That probably is the <laughs> Hip hop is very positive. He's like, man, I fucking love dude. I'm shit like the Jordan the Peterson of freaking hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So, dude, it was so funny, man. And and he, I guess he liked it though. I think he liked it. Cool. And the whole school, like, I'm talking teachers, substitute teachers, talking about it, you know. And it was just great, man. It was That's great. It was not a great, um, you a goon diss track because Tret. We tried to look it up that one day, and then I. 
I had the name of it wrong. That's how... I guess it was like six years ago, seven years ago. But yeah, man, that was the start of it all. Marco. Yo, shouts to freaking Marco, actually, for starting that motivation. Yeah, shout out to Marco, dude. For me and Justin to stop just sh- literally just getting high and just freestyling and actually putting pen and pat, you know, or uh, pen and paper. Shout out to Marco, who is who is not an inanimate object. No. He is a guy. <laughs> oh, but it actually was about how he's an alien, though. Ooh, okay. So That's s- cool. send in Marco Martian back to planet Uranus. I'm making so much off these statements. Now they're sending me payments. Hell yeah. Butt jokes, dude. Butt love jokes, it. baby. <laughs> I fucking love butt jokes. They're some of the best, man. I was watching the Mets game the other day, and uh, Gary Cohen, you know, you know, Max Scherzer, he's a pitcher for the Mets. He has two, he has one um, blue eye and one brown eye, and uh, it's pretty cool. But Gary Cohen, Max Scherzer's in the dugout like this, and Gary Cohen's like, oh, there's Max Scherzer rubbing his brown eye, and I was like, oh, pause, baby. Yeah. Pause. Oh. Be rub- can't be saying rubbing your brown eye on uh, on live TV. You know what I'm saying? There's probably so much shit that afterwards they they like lay up in bed and they're like, oh shit. They oh let's go. There was- oh let's go, Bo. Oh yeah. It'll play through headphones. Do we actually play it? Ah no. Yeah. I mean you don't have to. It's the label might take it down. The label might take it. No, it's our beat and everything. Ooh, I like this. I'm sending a Marco Martian back to planet Uranus. I'm making so much off these statements. Now they send me payments. And all these rappers want me featured. Now I'm making arrangements. Going to court for funerals. I won't catch me at the arraignment. You call yourself a rapper, but your freestyle's non-existent. If you're really in the trap house, where's your money with some bitches on that? They were called jungle. Dude, it's amazing how bad we were. <laughs> fuck yeah. If you played any of my SoundCloud shit, you'd be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, yo, it's and, you'd be, and, they'd be, and you'd be like, why did he ever continue? Yeah, is, so do you have really stuff up? We should pull it up. Let's go. Do you, you could is try, it still yeah. there? Look up Bobby Doc on SoundCloud. I think it might be. Go up. to the bottom. Just because let's go. Let's go tit for tat. Let's go. Let's bring them out, yeah, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. It's going to be so bad. So I always like listen to my old shit. And I'm just like, Ugh, why the fuck huh. did I put that out? The fir- the diss track was your first one. The diss eh, was probably my first or somewhat first. It was first. the first one. The How to Love ones on YouTube. Okay. But yeah, the di- um, dude, diss track for diss track. Let's freaking go, dude. I can find them. Yeah, it's a How to Love remix. You have, to, but I went by Rob Sweatpants at the time. Yeah, which is the the title of my new album. Sweat. It's called Sweatpants. Is it? Yeah. Oh, little Donald Glover uh, owed to him too. No, it was uh, actually well, kinda. Yeah, if you want to think about it like that. It's but just it, he has a it song actually, called that. Yeah, but it actually is not. It's an ode to Earl Sweatshirt. Oh. I was huge in the Odd Future. I was huge into Earl, and I couldn't come up with a rap name. Loved Earl. And I was like, I'm just going to go by Rob Sweatpants, you know, because I was not creative at the time. So, You know, I really like uh, Boldy James, too. You know him? Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's. they have a similar voice a little bit, him For and Earl, sure. but he's got something going on. Because I love... <laughs> oh, let's freaking rip, dude. <laughs> it's so bad. There's so much auto-tune for no reason. Uh, oh, you can hear your voice better than you can hear mine, though. This is mixed a little bit better. A little bit, yeah, yeah. 
There was like a whole fucking recording studio this kid had. You had me try to steal your heart, then you fucked up. Now you're never gonna find another love. Another love. Oh, we're not getting pulled for this. We're fucking good. Now we're good. It's good shit. I didn't get pulled. You'll be running back to me trying to put it together. Had a love. And there's also auto-tune on the verse for no reason. And it's not key. Oh, it always goes there, so it works out. I don't know what to say. I almost died drinking. Never thought I'd see the light of day. But I go hard, so I live. Didn't get mad. I just forgive. I don't know, dude. I was broken. I think we both had something. Maybe. There was a spark. Maybe. Or we're just fucking mentally insane to be doing this still. Dude, you have to You have to have some kind of, like... Delusional... Dude, you have to be delusional to yeah. think anyone's going to yeah. want to listen to you. Yeah. Right? At all. There's billions of people on this planet, and then we're like, no, people should listen to what I have to say. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. I think about that all the time. Like, but it's also, okay, it's good to be self-aware about it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because I, I look at them like I'm just some asshole with a podcast, yeah. but I also might make a video that gets your attention because True. I know how to do that. But it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm still just me. Like, I'm not anybody special. I'm just no, yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm just a guy. I'm just here. On when you scroll down next, I just was there. Yeah, 100%. Just another person. I'm just a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too. Like, there must be a time when you kind of go, well, I guess when when you came back to music, you kind of realized, like, well, I either got to do this or I'm not going to do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I was either like, I'm going to go balls to the wall at this, or I'm not going to do that at all. Because you can't be one foot in, one one foot out, especially in, uh, in, in hip-hop, you know? You're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Like, and everyone's not going to care what you're saying and that and if no one gives a fuck what you're saying it's taxing because you want people to give a fuck what you're saying that's why you do it you wouldn't do it if you didn't you know what i'm saying yeah the and the self it starts with this kind of that delusion and self-belief yeah and then because if you don't believe in it if if other people believe in it more than you you're shot yeah for sure happen for sure and if but but the, the opposite if no one believes it and you do you're gonna be good yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's yes. almost like, especially when you're just starting. Yes. So exactly. No, that's the so. Yeah. If other people, that happens a lot of times. One. Well, that's the thing of people having talent that they don't even realize. Yeah, yeah. So then you might have that where somebody believes in a little more than you, and maybe that either, maybe because you don't believe in it enough, you stop, or you do believe that person. Yeah, you believe that one guy. Yeah, that one. It really, yeah. it is like so cliche, but it's really all it takes. Yeah. Like, you that's, know, that's if you get like, a freaking hundred views on some shit, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, it's a lot of think people. think about it, exactly. You get a hundred people in a room, you look at Instagram and it's like, oh, I only got a hundred likes. You put a hundred people in a room, it's a lot of fucking people. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't like social media because it's like, it, it, it kind of um, exaggerates um, how well people are doing. You know, mm. it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter how many likes you got on your picture. But, like, it, I would rather have ten solid fans than a um, hundred thousand followers who don't give a fuck what I'm saying. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. Because those ten people are gonna put. Um, you juggling marbles over there? Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's practicing. Um, <laughs> you know, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> in case I get that poison ivy again. Yeah. yeah, dude. I know. And that's how you get rid oh, of. Oh, I already wiped marbles. that all down. That's how you get rid of poison ivy. I literally wiped my desk down for Tret so he wouldn't get this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. But yeah, dude. What was I saying? I don't know. Something about um the 
Something about music track? What were we talking about? I, I honestly, I was kind of zoned out for a second too. Not sound lie. effect, sound effect. Fuck it, doo doo. Yeah. Dude, the the people who are listening, they know because they were fucking listening. They were listening. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to you. We weren't even listening to ourselves. No. Fuck it. Well, oh man, and we're still hot. We're still hot. Oh, we're still hot, 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 hot. We're still fucking hot. We're still fucking we're hot, rolling. baby. We're rolling. Well, that's another thing too, man. I mean, you just kind of you don't think about how you talk until you have to. Yes. True. Sometimes shit just spews out of my mouth, and I'm just like, and then later I'll think about it, like, all night, and I'm like, should I have said that shit? <laughs> I do this shit fucking weekly, bro, so all I think about- At least about, you could edit it, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. <laughs> you don't, but you have the option to. You know what the- Yes, and uh, so I'll be listening to me. I'll say. I'll be like, oh, this conversation, this this is, and I don't, I don't let people, I used to let people edit stuff out, but I don't anymore, um, but now I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's a raw, non-centric conversation, yeah, it's yeah. not edited- then I'll be listening back and be like, I could just pull that out. Yeah. That stupid thing that I said, nobody would know. Yeah, nobody I could would know. doctor it and make it look perfect. Fuck yeah. You're talking for a long time. No one's going to fucking remember. Exactly. You know and I don't, but I but I don't because I do want to kind of maintain a certain integrity. Yeah. The thing with podcasts, what I've realized is people say shit, people like we just did don't know what they're saying. They don't even remember what they're saying. And then since they can't, they don't remember, if they don't have the recording, then they're just going to think like, What's on that recording? Yeah. I need to see it. Now I have to know. Yeah. Well, I'm also not a fucking piece of shit, so I'm not really too worried about what I say <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, on the other hand... <laughs> no, you're not. No. I'm good, man. I support the community and shit. Hell yeah, dude. No, yeah. I just say what I think. I don't care. Like, I don't care in that yeah. aspect. It's like, there's people that have jobs that many people have had in this podcast who have jobs that, like, they need me to pull stuff out. You know? I'm not an yeah. asshole. If you really said something, it's going to hurt you. But... I go to, I say to people, I said, dude, you're like X amount, 10, 20 people have said that to me and none of them have lost their jobs and we sent it. Yeah, dude. I I work with special needs kids. That's my full-time job. I'm a behavior technician and I work with special needs kids. So, but also I'm not a fucking, like I said, I'm not a fucking asshole. So I'm not worried about what I say. You know what I'm saying? How'd you get into that? Um, That was what I went to college for. I went to college, I got my bachelor's in psychology and then I ended up going, I have a master's degree and applied behavior analysis. Well, psychology with a concentration in applied behavior analysis. And uh, I found out that shit doesn't pay anything. <laughs> at, the, at the end, did you find that out? Yeah, dude. Uh, well, no, I mean... As you're going There was along. a process I could have gone through um, to become a board-certified behavior analyst, um, which does get paid very well. But I did the math on it. And you have to do X amount of hours per month. And I just was... I did the math on it. I'd be like 30 by the time I reached that goal. And I'm like, I feel like that's going to take up all my time. So I kind of just said, fuck it. So I'm back in school. I'm finishing a, a graduate cert in human resources. HR, baby. HR. So you're going to pivot out of what you're doing now. Yeah, is that yeah. What you're saying? yeah, I'm trying to pivot out. Pivot out. Pivot out. But hopefully I don't have to pivot out. Hopefully I can just fucking be a rapper. So what does that look like, your split of your, like, is this most of your free time? You're writing music and stuff like that? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm either, like, well, I wasn't before, but I'm trying to work out more and eat eat better and and shit. And, um, and yeah, most of my free time is just writing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, I I don't do it enough, man. I have to fit it back in the freaking schedule. Yeah. That's what I have to do. I, I think I have, like, 400 songs on this phone. 
half of them suck, but I still have them. How, how long did that, <laughs> dude? I feel you. Most of mine do. Uh, how long did your album take to put together? Like, what was the? Oh man, what's the earliest song? How old is it? I started writing it um, before I even dropped the EP in 2020. Um, I wanted to drop it earlier, but um, it just it wasn't done. I wanted to add more songs. I just kind of. Uh, I just put it off because I wanted it to be like just really good. You know what I'm saying? Was there a concept with it? Um, no concept, honestly. I didn't have anything in mind. I just wanted it to be just good fucking music mm-hmm. that you can listen to front to back and be like, every song on this shit is good. You know what I'm saying? And this is like hip hop. This is like a rap album. It's hip hop. I actually do have one pop punk song. Okay. On it, but oh, I will- did you did you drop a pop pop punk? Song I did. Too? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I was like, damn, Bobby be out here just switching. He's he yeah, ain't. Dude. Don't put him in a box. No, you can't. You can't. I'm. I am very, very versatile, and that's what I kind of. I respect you, dude, because thanks, I wouldn't. Man. If I did that, I wouldn't be able to release it. Like I would. Yeah. I probably wouldn't release it. <laughs> like if for real, just me, per- knowing myself personally, I'd be like, no, like they are here because they want me to rap. And yeah. It's this whole thing we start. Like it, ultimately, you respect the artists who went stayed in the lane, and you also got to respect they get less, but you got to respect the artists who go out and yeah. just do. That just try something different, like 100%. MGK approach, yeah. Demi Lovato approach. Also, I do want to say, I wrote all those fucking pop punk songs before MGK started that shit. So before anyone says, you know, oh, he's just piggybacking off what MGK did, no, I'm not. A lot of people did it before MGK, too. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. He just got a lot of class. I don't think his music, I don't think that music's that good. I don't really like his it's music popular. in general. Um, I just like him. I like his I comment. liked him better as a rapper, if I'm being honest with you. Me, too. I, I just don't like his music that much overall. Yeah. And then for him to go to this genre and it's not better mm. than the rap, I'm, I. He's I, kind of at the same level. He's kind of like the same. Like, if you're talking about hierarchy of good artists. In, in hip hop, he was like middle, mm-hmm. and pop punk, he's maybe middle, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those that was not really talent based. It was more kind of fame based. Yeah, and then the Eminem to regen. He always has a revamp. The Eminem revamp, yeah. then the pop punk revamp. Yeah, he hasn't done a stat or a steady. There's no consistency. Incline. There's no yeah. consistency. The sound's not consistent, obviously, because yeah. he's switching. But hey, you're doing it too, man. You're going off fuck in a yeah, different man. genre. But it's also hard, hard as fuck to stay consistent, dude. Yeah. And that's why you gotta just keep fucking rolling, you know what I'm saying? So do you but, did do the pop punk songs come in your head the same way as a hip hop yeah, song? I just or? love rock and roll, dude. Yeah, I love rock and roll. You're a real rock and roll head, right? Oh fuck yeah, yeah, me too. I listen to I probably listen to more rock and roll than I do hip hop, if I'm being honest. Um, I love screamo, like just jump in the pit and fuck people up kind of music. I love it. It's my fu- it's my fucking shit. And those guys to me are like the coolest dudes on earth, you know, because they can just because not only are they they're amazing writers. If you break down the lyrics of these songs, they're amazing writers and they are um, like incredible musicians. These guys can shred everything they touch. And it's, it's, I fucking, I envy it. I wish I could fucking do that shit, you know? So that's why I'm making pop punk. Cause I'm like, at least I could sing, you know what I'm saying? At least I could sing. I could, I could write a, a rock song if I had to. It's kind of just like, it kind of, also, it's kind of like a, a reset for me. If I, if I can't think of a rap song to write, I'll just maybe write something else in like a different genre. And that'll bring ideas back to me, you know. Are you gonna go country or? Oh, fuck no, I don't fuck with country. Man, with if you. anybody wants to go country with me, <laughs> I'll yeah. go. Dude, I'm not even gonna lie. I pulled up like a country beat the other day, and I'm like, what the fuck oh, is this, dude? <laughs> David Morris, do you know him? No, nah, I don't think I do. Country rapper. He's a country rapper, bro. He's really. I fuck with the shit. You say country rapper, and I think of like 
Mike Jones. There's, there's trap drums. Trap drums but to the there's country there's like a song. banjo being sampled. That's country rap. But is it a rap song or is it a country song? Oh, no, it's a rap song. I would oh. say, but it's a country rap. Okay. He, That's interesting. Yeah, you just kind of got to listen to it type shit. We could throw it on for like 30 seconds. I'll overlay all this shit. I'm fucking, I'm doing work, baby. Let's Fuck fucking it. make the podcast fun. Yeah, dude. Make podcast fun again. Make podcast fun again. But, um, yeah, dude, he's great, dude. I've, I, I, I really like him. There's a select few. Um, I love country, though. I get into country. Yeah, man. A bunch of my buddies love it. My family loves it. I just, I've tried to get into it. I just, it's not for me. If so. It's a timing thing is what I realized. Yeah. It's, you think so? Yeah, yeah. Like, it just, you have a time where you go... I don't know if you get... Oh, do F-350 freestyle, trip. Oh, kind of like Lil Nas X kind of thing? Yes, yep. Yeah, I fuck with this. this yeah, is cool. this is the slower one. Like, there's another one he's, like, rapping, rapping, but... Oh, no, dude, yeah, I just chill, I just chill out yeah, to I this could, shit. What's I could definitely fuck with that, dude. F-350 freestyle. Yeah, and, and here's the thing that I, I have to start doing is I always look at shit as a musician... Like, if I'm writing a song, I'm like, are the musicians going to like this? But you can't write like that. You have to write, like, are people that are not musicians going to like this? You know what I'm saying? Because you could be a rapper's rapper. Yeah, yeah you could, yeah, but you're yeah. not going to. Don't want a Porsche, yeah, don't want a Ferrari, I want a Grizzly, I want a Harley, I want a 446.7 pound stroke diesel F-250 with this a lift hard. kit what? on it. I want to hop off a planet, just land somewhere, have a farm, some land somewhere, couple Being cows, hard. couple dogs, couple Ooh. barns, and some brand new green John Deere. I want to make them all mad, all of the people who told me I'm whack, rolling my high school reunion, I'm wearing all black. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's like right? trap, but he's rapping about shit. Yeah. No. Country exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. That's it's cool. A, that's it's a, a niche. Fusion. That's a niche that has not been tapped. It's yet. a exactly. It's a great fusion. And the interesting thing is, he's from like I could be getting this wrong, David, but I think he's from like West Virginia or somewhere okay, down yeah, there. Yeah, that makes sense. He went into the rap, kind of like you know us, like and just making hip hop and stuff. Yeah. And then he went, did like okay, and he was like fuck it, I'm going home. And just like went back to his roots, then started making this and like kind of took off. I love it. Yeah. I like love that. full flip. I love it. Full different name and everything. That's great. Yeah. And I then went it. back to his government name. I'm like, dude, Ryan that's so Sullivan, sick. that's way too fucking, <laughs> I'll never get SEO on that, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, yeah, dude. I, I, I love the idea of like people changing their artist name. I think it's fucking great. I think it's funny as shit. Like when Snoop Dogg went to Snoop Lion. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, that wasn't even it. his artist fucking name, dude. He just literally was like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Snoop Lion. He's now. like, I'm like, a fucking lion. I'm now, a fucking bitch. lion. I think I'm that's what he was saying, too. He yeah. was like, I'm a lion. Like, that was his mm-hmm. justification. I'm like, dude, yeah. yeah. But you Snoop, do whatever you want. I fucking love it, dude. It's, it's, that's funny as shit to you me. You changed your name. I changed it like, let's see, I went, I went to. I went Rob Sweatpants, and then I was Mongo for a little bit. Mongo. Um, I was Broccoli Rob for like a week, and then I was Bobby Doc. Mo- Mongo or Mac? I think it's Mongo Fish Trap. That's a band. Really, really good band. Yeah. Well, the reason my name was Mongo. Well, have you ever watched the movie Blazing Saddles? No. Mel Brooks movie. But, it is maybe, but it's funny as fuck. You know, there's a there's a lot of racist jokes in there because it's like the seventies. So different era. It would never, be, never, ever be made today. But it's just a funny fucking movie. And there's a there's a guy on it who actually was a, a offensive lineman, I think, for the Oakland uh, Raiders, who played a character named Mongo. And he's just this big, strong dude. 
and a horse like knocks into him and he punches the horse and knocks it out. And it's just like this big, strong oaf, basically. And uh, when I was in high school, I would like accidentally slam doors or like knock things over and break shit. And my dad would be like, Mongo, chill. So like, that's why I did Mongo, you know? And then I found out it meant like, um, it was like a derogatory term for people who have special needs. And then I was like, Ugh, I can't be that. Or that doesn't work for my line of yeah. work. And I kind of, I kind of should have figured that out because it was from Blazing Saddles, which is a movie that probably would offend a lot of people nowadays, but I didn't know that at the time. I Googled it and I changed it immediately. Well, you did the right thing. Thanks, man. I hope I don't get canceled. Do you feel, do you feel that Bobby Doc is the most right? Yeah. Or does that feel any different? It feels good. I mean, I literally just went on like a rap generator and I was just like, and it, Bobby Doc didn't even come up. I just picked the two coolest names and I don't even know why I chose Doc. I just thought it was cool. So, I think it flows. Yeah. Bobby so Doc, too. Sully Bop. Yeah, Sully Bop. Same vibe. It's 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 about the ock. It's that pop sound. You know what I'm saying? That bop, be like op. Yeah, drop a op. Drop a op. There you go. Uh-huh. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why I chose that name, but I like it, so I'm well, sticking with it. I gotta ask you about this drop a op song because it's got plays. Hell yeah, dude! You know it did its thing. Did you guys do any like marketing on that or whatever? Like, how did that even happen? We kind of barely did shit on it. it like, just did it just off. go on Spotify or Drewby, Drewby originally put it on his SoundCloud? And people started listening to it on SoundCloud, and then we dropped it on Spotify, and then it just kind of started doing numbers. It was kind of cool. I really don't even know how that happened. It just did, which is really cool, which is why this game is so unpredictable, because like sometimes you put everything you have into something, and it doesn't do shit, and then you and your buddy make a song and just put it out, and it's got almost 200,000 streams. Catch a freaking algorithm, and you're rolling. Exactly, man. So it's, it's yeah, it's cool, man. But yeah, thank you for listening to Drop Up, if you're listening to this, and have listened to that song. And if not... Definitely check that out. Yeah, it's a great track. And it's yeah. a, you know, it's a track that is more, you know, it's not the most serious song that not you've ever all. made. <laughs> not at all. If I could say that, you know. It took me, it. I did my verse and the hook in one take. Like, I did the the hook verse hook in one take. I didn't have to do a second take. Jay-Z'd it. I Jay-Z'd that shit. Mm. Hell yeah. How good does that feel? It feels so good. Best it so rarely world. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you're Jay-Z, you do that every time. He doesn't do it every no, time. He Let's doesn't. be real now. Come on. Um, in my brain, he does it every time. So we're keeping that narrative. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I like <laughs> it. I want there. I want Jay Z <laughs> to never have used yeah. a pen and pad in the last thirty years. Pen and pad. And I like, like Lil Wayne he doesn't write shit down. I love Lil Wayne. I find that very hard to believe that he doesn't write anything down. Currency, you know, currency. Yeah. He's got twenty eight albums. He said, uh, "I don't listen to my music." At all, Come I'm on. like, dude, you have twenty, you have more albums than You've anybody else in hip hop. So he just does it, and then just is like, all right, people, release it. Dude, he walks no out way. of the studio after he does. Yeah, he his just first. goes home and just like fucking. Eats all right, guys, see you later. But dude, we got to do. No, 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 I'm done. He's like, no, I, I need to make. Dinner. I don't listen to the song, dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's a rule that I have. I would never. Yeah. Listen to my own song. That's He's not like, what he sounds like. I'm going to go home and eat London broil. Um, <laughs> you guys can figure that out. Yeah, I'll catch you later, man. Some old, I got some noodles waiting for me. Yeah, I just, I, just hit, I went to ShopRite earlier and I have a lot of food waiting for me. So Good old London broil. <laughs> you got to hit the podcast circuit now, man. You're already getting in. This is your first. Hell yeah, dude. I like podcasts, man. That's all I listen to. I listen to podcasts and music all day. That's, that fills up my time in between writing when I can't write shit. It's good you know inspiration too, podcast, because it gets your ideas going. Yeah, it does, man. You'll have an opinion on something they're saying, and then that could be an angle or... Yeah, 100%. 
Plus, you're my fucking boy, so we could talk for fucking three hours, four hours, and you know what I'm saying? Just vibe out, dude. This yeah, is what 100%. we do. 100%. This is fucking... We... With our other... This uh, shit show that we do, me and Tret, the segment, now we've been getting people to send in videos. Hell yeah. So that's been fucking interesting, dude. Fuck yeah. Then you what's get the, a little... What's the shit show? Is that like more uh, like comedy based or we kind of guess thought it would be like that but then now the last week so we did four of them it was supposed to just drink whiskey fuck around look shit up in the internet so that's what we did and it was okay, fun cool. but now i felt like we really caught our stride now with this set people sending in submissions so we just bullshit for like 20 minutes do a video bullshit for 20 minutes like about the topic or the question go around a little bit then we do another video hell yeah i don't know that felt really yeah, it's, good it's kind of all over the place too like we kind of just talk about anything and everything Fuck yeah, yeah dude, I love it. <laughs> some I love of it, it is like comedy stuff like it, i mean Word. i think it's funny hell yeah yeah some of it is and, and i'll go and do the effects and shit and post and no people have been vibing with it like we talked about the james webb telescope with these pictures from space and right. i'm a huge alien i love i'm into you know what's crazy about those uh pictures is are those, those pictures are from the past like Millions of Try to explain it to past, me three times. Dude. You have to explain it three times to me. It's wild. Because I didn't understand. So, like, those pictures of whatever that is mm-hmm. doesn't look like that anymore. It doesn't fucking look like that anymore. It's just the light it has might not to... even be there. Yeah, it no, might it might even, not even be there. Probably not even there. It's probably not there. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking wild. Probably something else there. Or nothing. Or nothing. Or just a fucking meteor, whatever. What is it called? Like a meteor, not a shower, Black but hole? like, no, just like a bunch of fucking planets that just exploded. Uh, yeah, it's like a fucking cluster. Yeah, like a New Year cluster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's fucking space is wild. Dude, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a huge alien fan, dude. Love aliens, dude. I haven't met one personally, but I hear good things about them. Me either. I thought of, you know, everybody thinks they've seen one. Yeah, I've seen lights flying around in the sky. You know, I'm basically there. Yeah, man, I smoke weed. I smoke weed, bro. I smoke weed. Watch. <laughs> I smoke weed. Watch Joe Rogan at night. Yeah. Whoa. I gotta get it. Bro, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> out of here, baby. <laughs> like every good man should. Hell yeah. That's how you wrap up your day right there. Yeah, dude. But I'm... N- no, dude, so there's... So there's a fucking theory. Okay. That I heard from Sam... A Tri- theory about fucking or a, a fucking theory? No, a fucking theory. Okay. From Sam Tripoli, I heard this on, on Joe the other day, who's okay. a stand-up. And he was saying how... The there could be Nazi aliens. What, dude? And how so? Aliens uh, that hate Jews. I don't think it's the hating Jews part that makes them Nazi, but I'm. I don't know. I think they're more of a subscribe. It's not aliens that just are assholes. Okay, basically. they okay by default they hate Jews, but <laughs> but how do they know about Jews? So this is what happened. So during the Nazi regime, you know Hitler was taken over. Okay. Okay. And so he had he was the most powerful person in the world, and at this time. Um, the aliens, in some, one way or another, were communicating with the Nazis. What the and fuck? And they traded them, and they said, basically, okay, what the, the aliens said is, we want to take some of your people and just do some tests on them, and just jack them randomly, right? And there are a lot of abduction stories and potential abductions and what people call real abductions in national forests. In land, yeah, dude, I've where there's that nobody, shit. you go to like Yellowstone and like Triangle or whatever, and you just disappear. Disappear. So there's, yeah. so that is a correlation. Yeah. So then the Nazis were like, okay, you can jack our people, but we want to be able to time travel. So okay. there could be 
And so these aliens have figured this out because there are a certain level. There's levels to civilization and advancement and stuff like that that I was trying to learn about. But basically, yeah, so there there's Nazis walking around that are time-traveling uh, alien Nazis, but they're technically not aliens. They're just Nazis that were able to make this deal with the aliens that now exist in our society and just walk around. What the fuck, dude? Yep. So that's the theory. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, I think. <laughs> seems, seems legit. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Dude, no. <laughs> they are jacking these people in these forests, guys. People this is cool. a fucking... Yeah. Jacking off in the forest. Yeah, I was about to say, it'd be cooler if they were jacking them off, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the one... The one... <laughs> aliens who fuck. Dude, like, literally, the dude, fucking... The, the, there would be full flights to Yellowstone if that was happening. <laughs> oh. Every flight would yeah. be full. <laughs> dude, aliens fucking... That's gotta be some shit. Dude, they, they probably don't have to. They're like, it's probably optional. Our, let me jack you off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, okay, I guess. <laughs> Brain ejaculation. <laughs> just, yeah, they just... But I'm saying, they don't need fucking appendages to do that. Yeah. They're not going to. It's not... Yeah. Sex is going to be eliminated. What if the, what if an alien comes up to you and, and uh, they're like, pull my finger and you do it? And he's like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I just created... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a scary movie when they piss it's yeah, not yeah. out of their fingers yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be great yeah, I, I totally forgot about that remember that shit yeah that was so fucking good because it was like a rip off of yeah. Signs yeah, in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Signs is one of my favorite movies that's a good flick I love Mel Gibson in that fucking yeah. Joaquin Phoenix yeah dude wow two crazy guys yeah, two fucking two, two absolutely nutcases yeah, yeah absolutely nutcases yeah, about a movie about nutcases though, those so. aliens were great yeah. They were so realistic for me as a kid. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Totally. totally. And, and, nah, that, that movie was just a great movie. Like, it was just shot well. It was well. It was just, everything was, everything was good. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Super entertaining. I, I did think that maybe the way the aliens died could have been cooler. Cause yeah. Because our fucking planet's 70% water. Water, and yeah. They, they, why did they choose this planet then? The fuck are you doing? You're right. It was very unrealistic in terms of... What would They're like, yeah, check that planet out of 70% of the shit that kills us. <laughs> Why would you choose that planet? All they, <laughs> and they need the thing that kills you to survive. So that's they. if they have nothing else, they have that. Yeah. yeah. What the F? That actually does, now that I'm thinking Makes about no it. goddamn sense. Yeah. None at all. Good. But it's a good movie. No, that moment, though. Swing, huge bottle. Swing away. Yeah. That, yeah, dude. It's great. Love it. And it's like... A fucking baseball bat's gonna take these guys out and they're 40 million years more advanced than us? Yeah. And a baseball bat and some fucking water. America. America, baby. <laughs> Louisville Slayers and water, baby. They're not gonna come down. <laughs> Did you like the uh, the village then? Those aliens are terrible. Did you what? No, I haven't watched this. The village? M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, didn't, no. I didn't see that, no. Mm, it's a good movie. What is it? What's the gist? Uh, it's about, like, this village in the middle of the woods that, like, <coughs> is, you, I, I can't really describe the movie without, like, giving a lot away, you know, but it's, like, kind of, like, set in the past, and it's, like, following, like, they have, like, this, like, ritual that, like, protects them from these, like, monsters or whatever, so. Oh, shit. I gotta it's check really that fucking out. good. Oh, dude. It's really good. There's, there's, there's a lot out. of, you know, big, big plot twist at the end. The village. So. What oh, I yeah. just watched is Idiocracy. Have you seen? Love that flick, dude. Oh, my God. I've never seen that. Dude, dude uh, I was. Owen Wilson's brother, right? I forget his name off the top of my head. Oh, fuck. That is his. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. And his... Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard, yeah. Dak Shepard's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was. I forgot his name, Luke yeah, Wilson. Luke Wilson. I watched this movie because it was mentioned in a podcast. And I'm like, all right, I'll just like find it and flip it on. 
I didn't. I get. I get through the whole movie not realizing it was made in like 2004 because I'm yeah. watching it and I'm like, so I I'm thinking and I, my brain doesn't make the connection though. I'm like something's different about this movie, and I can't tell what it is. And then I realized how you know it was whatever 18 years old or something yeah. like that. But still, I just didn't make that connection for some reason. Yeah, Terry Crews is just fucking jacked dude, to the gills. Still I feel is. like that guy. Still is, but even, but then. Dude, that guy came out of the womb doing curls, dude. That guy was, <laughs> that guy was yoked. Dude, and he got freaking diddled and he didn't even hit the guy. He didn't even touch him. Shit, man. Guy grabbed him, motherfucking. Imagine that. He's the, a bigger man. The director he's of just a your, bigger man. Sometimes, sometimes he's don't hit me. That's actually a testament to you, I guess, not knowing who you're fucking with, and then, like, the person who you would 100% assume who, if you fucked with, would literally kill you instantly, yeah. doesn't do a thing yeah. in the moment. Because well, he knows that he could fucking kill you. He's you know had, he, I listened to a podcast with him on it, and he was talking about how many, how much, how many anger issues he had growing up, and what he would do, and growing up, and also into his adult life, and uh, he was addicted to porn like porn addiction like it's just amazing you don't know you cannot look at somebody it's like okay that guy would kill you if you grabbed him by the nuts yeah you know he didn't you know but for sure for sure he's Terry Crews like he knows his status and society sure, you dude. can't just yeah if he would have hit that guy is, he's he, black that he, guy's white too he's probably a Jewish executive guy it's I don't like, even know if that has anything to do with it but um his if he say he punches this dude and he falls hits his head and he dies your life's over you know yep so it's not worth it. At the end of the yeah. Day. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, he made the right move. Yeah. For sure. I guess I'm looking at it like, if if you didn't know these parties, you know, like if nobody knew Terry Crews and nobody knew this guy, you just got some random jacked, massive dude, um, punching some little, you know, director yeah. executive and just destroying his life. Yeah. It doesn't look good. No. Yeah. If you don't know who any of these guys are and you just saw that, you'd be like, dude, what the fuck. You know. I've been talking about this too. How you don't know who knows what. It's like you can't fuck with anyone. Dude. No, you can't fuck with anyone now. Why would you? You, you, you shouldn't anyway. Yeah. Fucking fifty years in the past, you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Fuck it. Well, it not really. It was a different time. I mean, that's just how you settled shit. I guess so. I, I actually would prefer people fist fought more than shoot each other, mm-hmm. but you can't do that anymore. People shoot. That's each other. how it was. Yeah, that was the thing. Like that was what you did when yeah. you needed to settle something. And uh, and yeah. My my friends know this about me. If you have a problem with me, I'm down to I'm down to duke it out if you want to, but I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd much rather not fight you. Have you ever been in a fight? Yes. I've been in two fights. And I actually got in one fucking like two weeks ago. Really? I swear to God. What was the gist? So I, I went to um August Burns riding that band. Oh yeah. I fucking uh I went there, I'm, I'm jumping around the mosh pit, having fun, like, nothing, like, I slipped and fell, but I, you know, I, and then I jumped back up, and I kind of was, like, done, and I'm, like, too old for this shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so I uh, just stood, I was just literally, like, on the, what they call the wall of death, where it's, like, the circle around the middle of the mosh pit, and I'm just standing there, like, watching the band, all of a sudden, I feel like someone elbowing me on the top of my head, and like I said, I'm not in this mosh pit, I'm just standing near it. I turn around, it's this fucking massive dude. I don't know who this guy is. I thought maybe one of my friends was fucking with me. And I turn around, and I go, and I kind of like, I shoved him, but it wasn't like an aggressive shove. It was like a... I'm a concert Keep shove. my distance shove, because yeah. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? He cracks me. What? I've never seen this guy in my life. Oh my he God. He just punches me in the face for no reason. So, 
And then uh, I ended up tagging him back. So. It, did it end there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably a good thing it ended on that. Yeah, it ended on that, but. What the fuck? Yeah, I had a guy, I was at, we were at Mac Miller Good AM Tour, Fillmore, packed out. And this guy, I'm doing the concert shove. Somebody shove me, I shove you, we're, right, right. we're moving, this is the flow. This kid gets all up in, I'm like, dude, I'm literally just, I'm literally, want, I need to move you out of the way. What do you think I'm going to do? Go yeah. around you? There's 400 people behind me pushing me. Yeah, what? Like, this isn't me. This is all, this is the whole thing. It's the momentum of everyone behind me. Exactly. Like, you don't understand how concerts work. So he started to get, and me, dude, I've never been in a fucking fight in my life. Like, and this kid, he was, I was like, I'm not a big guy, but like, he was small. And so I at least felt a little bit better about that. The right. fact that like, if this got somewhere, could I, it wasn't like a massive dude, like your situation, but he just got all, like, he was like ready to fight me, dude. And I'm like. Mac Miller's right there. So just pay attention to this legend. He's, he's a freaking legend. You want to fight me? Look at who's on stage. I know. It's just context, dude. Yeah. Or situational awareness. It's not happening. No. Like, what was the out? What was the outcome? What's the best outcome? You, yeah. You beat me up, and then you keep watching Mac Miller. Like, you, yeah, you beat me up, and then you keep watching Mac Miller, and then someone's gonna push into you again because there's 400 people behind you. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. What the fuck, man? Yeah. What go are you gonna home. fight? You're gonna fight the next guy. Yeah. Go home. Don't be at a concert. Did somebody pull pull you guys away then when that happened? Yeah, so um, so I I actually I had to go backstage because they were asking me if I needed EMS because I my nose is bleeding and shit. I had like a black eye, and I was like, Nah, I'm good. I had like a cut under my eye, and I was like, Nah, I don't need EMS. So I went to the bathroom, washed up, and I went back out, and then I saw the guy, and that's when I hit him. You know, uh, so it wasn't same like way he hit you. It was the same way he hit me. I cracked him, dropped him, and then he looked at me. And just ran away. I don't know why he ran away, but he did. But, yeah. My, how did that guy not expect that to happen? I think that he's he's such a big dude that he does that to a lot of people. And most people don't like confrontation. Mm. I don't like confrontation either. However, there's a certain level where I'm also a man. And I'm going to, you know, you do that shit to me, I'm going to get you back. I'm not just going to let that slide. And after I did it, I was like, maybe I should have let it slide. But I probably would have done it again if it happened again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like you're 64 years old, dude. It's no, like you're yeah. 26 years old. Like, you can... It was pride. This is the time pride to was defend you for yourself, you know? Yeah, and it was... Yeah. Maybe I should have let it slide, but at the end of the day, I didn't. So, whatever. Dude, that sucks. I, not that... I mean, it's great that I've never been in one, but I have no story, no fight story at all. Oh, yeah. I only have one. So, it's not a fight. But I'm in Mexico, and I'm on a resort in Cancun, and first time out of the, you know, I've been to Canada, but first time out of the country like that to Mexico. So, I don't know, uh, oh no, this is how it happened. So we have two rooms, one room for the guys, one room for the girls, Mm -hmm. we're all friends, like none of us are dating each other or anything, we're just all friends. And some guy ended up, which happens all the time, some guy followed these girls back up, like the girls we were with, back up to their room. Okay. And it's me... My friend James. My and they friend, were just following them. He followed. So he must have known where they, what room they were in. So oh, they went so in the room. they weren't invited. They just followed them. Exactly. Like he, this one lone guy, they went in the room and then he w- just knew where the room was and then he went to the room. Okay. Like he wasn't following directly behind them, Got but you. he just appeared. Okay. And because I guess one of them talked to him for two seconds or who, who knows, okay. right? So we're all in the room next, next to them. And it's like me 
friend James, my friend Sam, we're all just laying on the bed, Rob, like we're just hanging out, drinking a beer or whatever. And then they're like, hey, somebody's messing with the girls. Like who wants to get, none of us wanted to get up. And so we're like, all right. So I'm like, okay, I'll get up. <laughs> Dude, I get there. I get to the, I start talking to this guy, probably about my size, like, you know, decent build. And I'm like, once again, size him up. Thank God. Not a big guy. Again, if this goes anywhere, maybe I, I there might have a fighting, maybe I can get him. fighting chance. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, he he, start, he doesn't speak English. Oh. So like he's, he's broken English, but he's a Mexican guy. But he doesn't, okay. he looks just like us, white complexion, okay. Mexican guy. And he's just, he's trying to explain it to me and now he's like what are you doing like now he's getting mad at me right right because I'm language like, barrier so it's language barrier now he's just pissed man right so I said you got so I got to the point where you gotta get out of here bro right and he kinda gets it or it was whatever. also probably like a cultural difference there's you know, a maybe, cultural maybe difference they, I don't know anything about Mexican yeah, culture who, but maybe, maybe that's that. like maybe that's what they do it, yeah, it, I don't know yeah and like I wouldn't even fault the guy I really like totally kind of I could probably understand what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't working at the very least. So I was like, all right, dude, got to get out of here. I don't want the confrontation. And he starts walking. He puts himself in front. Like, he's in front. I'm behind him. And he's walking away now. And he turns around, punches me in the neck. That's a weird spot to get punched. Like a turnaround punch, right? Kind of hook. But while... but So it wasn't him looking at me and doing it. This is him turning around. Then... Tagging me in the neck. And you're like, ow. And I was... What the heck, man? So at that point, <laughs> this is where I realized that, oh, shit, like some shit could go down. I'm in like the whole thing flashed in my head. I'm like, I'm in Mexico. I don't speak the language. Like it's not... I can't go to to like the police station here. Like this is not good. Like this won't be good if it escalates for sure. Correct. You know, uh, you're in America. It's a different story. There's a security guard who just came up the stairs at this time. And I was like, hey, dude, can you do something about this guy? And that guy doesn't know what the hell I'm saying. Right. Because he doesn't speak English either. Right. So then, or he understands it, but he's on this guy's side because he's, he speaks his language. So he's yeah. not on my side anyway. Then my friends walk out and then he sees my friends. The security guard starts to get it and then okay. he starts to kind of escort him down. Gotcha. And then I saw him like the next day, dude, he didn't even know it was me. Like, I, I guess he was blackout. He was probably drunk as shit. Probably blacked yeah. out. But yeah. so that was funny. Like, I, it was such a perfect scenario for me to, to just go through and like get hit in the neck and just nothing. But it was, circumstances were not good in your, like not in your favor at all. Like, I, if you were to win that fight, you would have got fucked. You know? Bro, if it would have been, who knows there. Exactly. You could win, you could lose, you could say something wrong. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. That's what's scary. Like, people are like, I love to travel. I'm like, I do love traveling, but it there is something about it. That fear of, I guess it's just fear of the unknown, man. Oh, fear know. of the unknown for sure. And also, you're unsure of what the laws are. Like, it's pretty clear about what the laws are in the States, especially because we've been so comfortable our whole here. lives. Yeah. But like, you go somewhere else and it's like, maybe you do something in the States that is fine and then you do some, you go somewhere else and you do that same thing and you're in jail. Like fucking Britney Griner, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like she was, she'd be fine smoking weed here, but you go to Russia and you accidentally put your vape pen in your suitcase, you get nine years in prison. First, I thought, first, my first instinct was, oh, she's such an idiot. So dumb. And then I learned, learned it was medical. And then I said, okay, like I can understand it more. And then I went back to my, it's Russia, son. Yeah. What well, she was you, playing basketball there. That's why she was there. Yeah, but it's it's like you're going into a country 
yeah. with a in America Schedule One drug, yeah, federally, yeah. So and you have medical, so that's the only reason you would get arrested in jail for it in most places in America, yeah. If you didn't have that medical card, right? So that shit doesn't fly in Russia. No, definitely not. They don't care about anything. Yeah. So to me, I'm like kind of a little common sense to not bring this. You can't say. Beca- I feel bad for her, dude. That I sucks. feel bad for her for sure, but we all know that the "I don't know" excuse doesn't work. Hmm. No, it doesn't. You can't and, say, hey, "Judge, I didn't understand." And they're not, not going to give a fuck. It's the law. And at the end of the day, it's Russia. Yeah. So they're really not going to give a fuck. No. So I feel bad for her. She made fuck a mistake, yeah. though. There's no like, yeah. I she did make a mistake. There's no way around it. Yeah. She she has to be responsible for drugs she's bringing in to yeah. a country. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, that sucks ass. But dude. people are up in arms about it for sure. Yeah, they're up and their arms are up also. Everybody's arms are up. <laughs> they're so fucking high in the air. But I'm I'm about to. I feel for like for real the people saying like yeah, but look at all these people who are imprisoned in this country for marijuana. It's like yeah, yeah, shouldn't be. Yeah, I. You so know? that's that is it's it's the you can't fight all battles. Yeah. At one time. I don't know. I fucking love weed. I don't think it should be legal. I think everyone should. Oh be yeah, that shit. No, I was saying the other day. Shit. What it's like, you can, you can like carry a pistol while you're smoking a joint, but you can't kill your own child. It's you, like you would if say you're in Texas, right? You you are you're outside with an AR-15 and you're smoking a joint. They're gonna arrest you because you're smoking a joint. Yes, exactly. It just depends where you're at. It's fucking wild. Too. Yeah. No, New Jersey's pretty good. I mean, not with the. It's uh, not like we have carry and stuff. I mean, we, we have, do, but oh, with with weapons you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do what you gotta do with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a teach his own kind of man. Um, if you feel like you need it and it's gonna make you feel safe, go for it. But um, yeah, that's kind of my my stance on it. Yeah. yeah, I I've been to Texas twice now, and I realized, and I was in Dallas too. I wasn't in like the you know out way out there or anything like that. But you realize, oh, I don't know. It's just like the you don't know who knows jujitsu thing. It's just like right. You don't know who's concealing. Any man, woman, anybody could just have yeah X amount of weapons on them, and they're yeah. just walking past you. You have no idea. Like in in a perfect world, you would think that that would deter people from trying to fuck with you, but it doesn't. Unfortunately, it makes them want to fuck with you more. That's it's wild to me. Mm. Like getting shot probably hurts so fucking bad, dude. I can imagine. Why would you want to be in a gunfight? That's like the that's like my worst fear. Because you think you're faster. Why? Fuck that. Why do you have to prove that? Well, you know? like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, it's, it's, uh, do you want to be the lifesaver? You're setting yourself well, yeah. up in a position where I'm, I'm the guy who has the gun. Well, here's the thing. If someone broke into my home and was threatening the life of my family or my girlfriend or any, anyone that I lived with, I would be not hesitant to prevent that from happening. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to go out on the street and be Batman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why you got the SWAT team. That's why you got cops. Dude, they can do that shit. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm just not. I'm going the opposite way. Yeah. It's not, whatever that situation is, I got nothing to do with it, and it's not worth my life. I also don't like guns enough to carry them on, like, or even really have them or carry them on me. Yeah. Like, I just don't like them that much. They don't yeah. like just to have that. That. Um, like that machinery like just on you and like this thing that can do so much damage just I just not that I don't trust myself like I no yeah it's I a lot of responsibility prop, it's, it's a lot of it's responsibility. a lot you're holding yeah you're holding a deadly weapon on you it mm-hmm. could it could it's literally invented to take lives 
Yep. It's wild. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's a right or, or whatever. So, you know, yeah. it is. So you get to do, but it's weird because it's not, though, because you don't get to, like, I don't get to just buy a gun in New Jersey and carry it on me. No, you can't so carry it. So it's a, le- there's levels to the rights. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're trying to do universal background checks in, in Texas and stuff like they that. They should. Which means that private sale would be a background check, but it's like, how do you do that? Background checks are kind of a joke, I'm not going to lie. It's just a survey, and you can kind of write whatever the fuck you want on the survey, you know? Yeah, but they're going to then, like, they, like, I guess run it through a database or something like that. Yeah, I guess. But, like, one of the questions is, like, do you do drugs? You're obviously going to write no. It's like the doctor questionnaire. Yeah, you're going to write no. Well, I would tell my doctor if I wrote if I did drugs, but I'm not going to tell the government yeah. if I do drugs and I'm and I'm trying to buy a firearm that I do drugs because yeah. they're going to be like no. But also, if you write yes, how are they going to prove that you do it? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just a dumb question. And to ask. common sense. Oh, the government doesn't like drugs, so no, I don't do drugs. It's like yeah, I don't think I'm going to tell them that I do that. You know? Yeah, it's so nice to have it. The only difference between it being legal and not legal now for me personally is so I can just have it on me. Right. I just like having it, like, if I need it. I'm not a big, like, smoke all day guy. Like, I'm no, not yeah, yeah. But I just like having it. I, like I, having I guess, th- is that how gun people think? They're like, maybe. I just like having it. If I, I think need so. It. I think so. Dude, that's fucking it, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's literally what Second it is. Second Amendment. And so we're not that different. And the <laughs> fucking know? weed people, bro. Yeah, man. 420th Amendment. There you go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Second Amendment people. That's we're funny. on the same page. Yeah, dude. I just want to have it on me. Yeah. I feel better. When, I might not need it. Yeah. But I like having it on me. I'm going to feel better. Um, In a group situation, you can pass it around. Yeah. Everybody can take a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Second Amendment yeah. and and uh, weed legalization, you know, it's 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 pretty close in nature. Yeah. I just think weed should be legal first, you know? I think so, too. Because, like, it grows on the earth. Less people will want guns if they're high. Yeah. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. On weed. Yeah, they'll definitely less. I can't people. imagine anyone... I can't think of a scenario where someone rips a bong and then is like... All right, I'm going to go do crimes now. It's like, <laughs> who the fuck does that? You know what? They're not smoking bongs. That's the thing. You yeah. Know? Like, to, if you're going to do a crime, there's you're smoking a joint, probably a blunt. Like, I if I was think, gonna, I've smoked a joint. I've never... No, I've, but if I was going to do a crime, I wouldn't hit a bong before. I'd smoke yeah. probably a collective joint with a few people. Yeah. Because I'm not doing this crime by myself, probably. I think if you do a crime, you do it by yourself. If you're going to do a crime, you better do it by yourself. Well, not always, though. Depends on what crime. Sometimes I guess. it depends on what crime. It'll be cool as fuck, dude, to do like a heist. So, like a what? Like a car or like something? A, or like no, like a like an Ocean's Eleven. Oh, kind of oh, heist, like, like a casino. Heist, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like one that you don't no casualties. You're just in and out. You know how fucking fun would that be? When you think about it, it's probably not that hard. <laughs> Who knows? Should we talk off pod for a second? <laughs> yeah. nah, dude. Are we um, planning a heist right now? <laughs> dude, great. So I've actually been diving into a lot of podcasts like this where it's um, these guys who commit uh, all different types of crimes. And and one guy in particular, his name is Matthew Cox. Okay. And he did... Unfortunate last name. Unfortunate last name for sure. Um, definitely has a little bit like inferiority complex to him of yeah, like, you know... Because of the Cox. Because probably maybe some of that in life circumstance and... Um, but no, he's, so this is what he did probably about, must've been 10, 15 years ago now. I think he was in jail for seven years or nine years or something like that. And he would do mortgage fraud. Um, but he also did identity theft because if you're going to do mortgage fraud, you you need to do identity theft Hmm. because you can't, 
Um, you you need to be lending money to yourself. So like you would get the money, but you can't give it to you your have, own right. name. Okay. So you need sense. to have what you what he would do. It and this is like, I just I love I just love watching and listening to stuff like this for some reason. I just love listening to how like what you're saying. A heist would be cool. Like I love listening to these guys completely yeah. describe the crimes that they're doing when he's in a bank with a federal marshal and he's explaining to the guy like yes this is my name like this is me then the bank he's on the phone so like he he uses multiple banks right and like towards the end of his reign he used Wachovia Bank and that was the biggest one so they had the biggest fraud department okay, okay. and he took out three mortgages on one house okay and he brought a check f- to from another mortgage to this bank and was like hey can you um can you just break this check up I just needed to in all these five people's names all of them are his are stolen identities are his I'll get to how he stole the identities because that's pretty good too. Um, so every time you do this, you have a significant amount of money. They have to go in the back and like verify. It. You know, they can't just do it right there when right. it's a lot of money. So that's he's like, that's normal. They went in the back and then they said, hey, can you step in this room? And he's like, all right, whatever. You know, stepped in the room. And this federal marshal is there, asking him questions on the phone with the Wachovia fraud department, and they're like, this guy is defrauding us. He has three mortgages out on this one house. And so the guy, and so the, 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 you have the middleman of the marshal and he goes, why did you do this? He's like, they're saying that you're doing this. He's like, dude, I own a construction company. Like I can't, I needed, I, I flip houses. I'm flipping them here now. I needed half a million dollars. I was on the phone with this bank, this particular, this exact bank right here. Yeah. And they told me that they couldn't give me one, a second mortgage, but they knew somebody who could. So I called that person. They gave me a HELOC, which is a different type of loan. And so he goes through like why he did it, his own version of why he did it. And the so the marshal starts going. So he says to the marshal, he's like, listen, doesn't it make more sense that the people from these banks sold me these mortgages because they wanted to make their cut? Yeah, right. And I needed the money. And they're the ones who led me down this path. This is the reason why I have three mortgages. Is because I flip houses and this is what I do. He's just like, yeah, I just asked these guys what to do. And exactly, yeah. I literally asked them what to do and this is what they told me. Wow. So he's like, okay, give me a second. And but he's in a, the room with glass, like everybody's behind the yeah, glass. He's being interrogated. He's being interrogated. Yeah, yeah. And it gets to the end of, and and I'm just telling this whole story because this is one of 500 of these stories, and they're all great. And so the guy goes, all right, man. He's like, you just got to come down to the station, ask a couple questions, answer a couple questions. But I, I, we, there's not, there's no, I can't charge you with anything. They're saying you're doing this, but I can't charge you with anything. That's crazy. This is before the crash, too. So think about it. Everybody was doing these subprime mortgages and everything, yeah, yeah. right? So it wasn't even before the government knew. And so they let him, you know, he's like, we got to just escort you to the police station. Come, you know, answer some questions. He's sitting in this room, right? On the wall of the room, when the 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 marshals are in the, in the I think the sergeant at that point, because it's at the police department, on the wall of the room, the only wanted poster that was in color was his Get the fuck out. Marshall comes back over. All right, sir. And it was under a pseudonym, fake name. Or All right, sir, you're good to go, man. Um, just to let you know, they are going to pursue this. So you may they may take legal action. I'm not sure, but I got to let you go today. And hand, hands on the papers, the guy walks the fuck out. <laughs> what the fuck? Yup. And he's done this. So what he would do, he figured out. He's like, I need, and I need somebody who has a pretty clean record. Right. Who's not participating in society. Okay. Who's like a white male age 30s to 50. He's like, how am I going to get him? 
He looks on the side of the road. His girlfriend goes, how about that guy? Homeless guy. So he starts talking to the homeless guy. He dressed up and impersonated a Salvation Army surveyor, quote unquote. And these guys for 20 bucks would give him their social security number, their background, their history. And that's how he would steal people's identities. They would give him all the information. Holy shit. Yep. He had maximum, I think, 40 different identities. And in every state, he knew how to get a license. He knew how to get a passport. Think about it. If your house, if all your family's dead and all your everything you lost in a fire and you have nothing, no birth certificate, all you know is your social. Right. They have to give you a license, but yeah. you technically don't have the documents and you there's no way you could have them. Right. So at the DMV or wherever it is at the post office, they'll say you need these documents. What if you don't have them? Yeah. They still have to give you a license. So he would find ways That's fucking to crazy. get these licenses, dude. And so this has been like a rabbit hole of like podcast after podcast. And, and he's, go- he's done time for this? Oh, yeah. Or, okay. That's so crazy. now he's doing the podcast. So now he's just like, I'm just going to tell the stories because I've already been convicted of it. So. Guaranteed like wow. every time it's a banger because he just has more. What's this guy's story. name again? Matthew Cox. Matthew Cox. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Right? I'm at, dude. And like he's a, a narcissist, obviously. Like you have to be. Cause Fuck yeah. And in the interview, my friend Julian interviewed him. That's the most recent one. Um, he's in Jersey. His name's Julian Dory. And he interviewed him and he's like, he's like, yeah, but you're such a good listener. How are you a narcissist? He said, I'm only listening because you're going to give me information I need. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's listening to benefit himself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Dude. Wow. Dude. And a mat, dude, white collar crime and like, un- there's just crime in very much. I mean, think about it. That's why murder mysteries are so. Oh yeah. For yeah. us to I say it mystery. would be so cool to do heist. It's like everybody thinks that. Yeah. Everybody wants totally. that adrenaline rush. Totally. You know? Yeah. I, I've been watching, um, not, fuck, what was I going to say? It was something about, like, crime, um, like, First 48, fucking awesome, murder, murder mysteries, out. man, like, mm-hmm. everything like that is just so fucking entertaining, dude. It's fuck, it's the best. Chicks love it, dude, when... They do like a murder mystery. Motherfuckers are... And ch- when chicks are cutting people up and cutting this guy up and throwing this guy off the cliff because he cheated, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are you guys watching all day? Yeah. Like, yeah. y'all just planning this shit? But think about it. She's female. like, better be careful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how they drop signs, you know? Yeah, but yeah. Female in this world, though, I mean, dude, it's a, it's tough, you know? It's no. when everybody's bigger and stronger than you and can do it, you know? It's just like, it definitely is a different experience, I would think. Yeah. Women are much smarter than us, though. 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah, there's there's just a level that of dumb. It's not that they're so much smarter. It's that the level of dumb that we get to. We could be their lower threshold. Our threshold is much lower for sure than there than like where they go. We're like dogs. We're like we're like all right. We're on top again. Ooh, fucking something giant. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's literally dudes, man. Yeah, the ADHD of of genders, male. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'd say the type A of genders is female, but they're not all like that. But yeah, they just have more of a kind of structured approach. Yeah. The guys just... Also, they're not constantly blinded by like, I need to have sex like right now. You know? (laughs) Yep. Dude, for real. (laughs) Like the horniness level. They don't know. It's crippling. You know? Yep. They don't know how it is. I'm not saying personally, but like in general. Well, and you have that time and like as you get older, you start to like, you know, tone down a little bit. But like, they don't... They don't know what testosterone feels like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I bet I wouldn't be surprised with how estrogen... Maybe I would. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we all have it. I mean, we all have both. Yeah, we all Yeah, we just got more testosterone. Yeah, man. Like, growing, going through puberty and shit, all you want to do is just, like, run through walls. 
<laughs> like, like, <"Aah!" laughs> but you're you're a little bitch, so you can't do shit. It's like, <laughs> you you're so built up, but there's no, you can't yeah, you do, can't do shit. Like yeah. you can't actually formulate anything mm. or do anything at all. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially I was time, dude. I was a small kid, bro. Like that's why I started lifting weights because I was so small. I was always on the bigger side of, of uh, I was always like in the middle where I'm like, I'm not small, but I'm also not huge, you know, mm-hmm. which is why I think when I go out, people want to fight me and I don't know why I'm like, I'm a nice guy, but like people will see me and they're like, I want to punch that guy. And I'm like, what the fuck? You, know? I, you don't look that, I don't know. You don't look like one of these punchable people that people talk about. Yeah. Not I don't think I do either, but like, geez, I mean, I don't know. Every time, every bar I go to, not every bar, but like most bars, there'll be one dude that holds like, I dude, I went to a bar like a month ago and some dude just stood up and he's like, you're a fucking pussy. And I'm like, I'd never saw this guy in my life. I'm like, what's up with strangers trying to pick fights with me? It's good songwriting material anyway. I guess. Yeah. But I'm like, God damn, I'm a nice guy. I don't want to fucking waste my time. Have you ever you had stranger. the inclination to try to hit somebody randomly without fuck knowing no. them I never, never have how life. does this fucking happen that's, that's what I'm saying like what the who fuck are these people why are you even outside yeah yeah who let you out do something else yeah. go work out or I don't know it's there's an internal struggle going it's on it's gotta be yeah yeah or it's like I'm fucking up with my life let me go punch this guy who looks like he's doing okay yeah right I don't know maybe mm-hmm or I'm not getting what I want yeah that was the guy in Mexico he just wasn't getting he wanted the girls dude yeah and you were with the girls so he hit you I in the neck. I was the protector of the girls, so yeah, I mean, there you go. <laughs> fucking barely guys out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah, they could have taken him. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Bodyguard. Okay. Bodyguard bop. Body bop. <laughs> That's bronze, though. Hell yeah. Shout out, Brunzy. Shout out, Bronze. Shout out, Jack. Hell yeah. Shout out to the boys, dude. Shout out to the boys. I know they didn't make it this far, but <laughs> if you guys did, you guys are real friends. You guys Hell are real yeah. diehards. Hell yeah. Shout Love out to you. anybody making it this far. I appreciate you. Love you guys. It's amazing, dude. But so what do you um what do you see on the on the horizon here, man, for uh for, for Bobby Doc? You know, you're settled in, you your your name, you, you you have your album, you got your team, you got like when you guys look at what you're about to do with this album, you know, do you have like m- you know, numbers that you're trying to hit or something, or you're really just trying to get the word out, like I just want to, I don't really give a fuck about numbers. Like mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about specific numbers, man. I just want to like make sure people know that I'm still here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just like, cause like, like I said, I haven't released music in two years and all the shit I'm about to, about to release is what I think is my best work yet. So I want people to know that I'm still out here working and, you know, I'm basically, I'm back baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm I'm coming I'm coming back from the bottom and it's gonna be it's gonna be a grind but I'm fucking I'm ready for it and it's gonna be great I'm, I'm excited man so that, you, that's pretty much what uh my mindset you, with it do you want to like I I assume your plan is to continually release after this yeah dude because you know how the moment like you got if you want yeah. the momentum back once you get to a level of sustaining it then you you have to do more yeah so what my plan is I'm gonna I haven't really brought this to anyone yet my my plan like what I vision is after this album is just release kind of like a single a month or a single every two weeks something Mm. like that and just like really make sure that I have videos done and everything like that and make sure everything's like good and proper because I'm I'm releasing it October 7th so it's going to give me time to to create those singles in the meantime you know what I'm saying Mm. so and I'm, I'm writing shit now I already have like three songs done for the next 
for fucking whatever November, December, January. I already have those ready to go. So, yeah, man. Performances and performances. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, it's really not much in Jersey, but we're gonna reach out other states and see what's good with that. Because I I love performing. It's my favorite shit. I fucking love it. And and people like me. It seems Mm -hmm. when I'm on stage, they're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And then afterwards, they're like, "Yo, that was fucking good." And I I love that because. I don't know, it just makes it, it kind of like validates what I'm doing, you know, mm. complete strangers coming up to me saying like, yeah, I really liked that, you know, and it means a lot when, when people do that. It seems know? weird too, because it's like, you don't even know me. I, I never found it to be weird. I always thought it was like, always, like always a nice interaction, mm. you know, that's how I met Drew actually. I fucking performed and then he was like, I fuck with you, let's link up, you know what I'm saying? And then that's, that's kind of how our friendship began. So you never know who the fuck you're going to meet, man. The proof is in the work. That's the thing. It's like if people are saying something, they're only going to say something if they really did think that. Yeah, true. Because they don't have to please you. They don't know you. Yeah, they don't have to say shit. So it makes me feel good when people people say, hey, man, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Or no one's ever going to say, like, I didn't like that song, but I I like this song. But if anyone comes up to me after a show or anything like that and they're like, hey, I liked that one song you did. Um, Is that out or anything like that? I'm like, I'm more than happy to talk to anyone about that. So it's it always feels great when that happens. Dude, keep doing what you're doing, man. I was following you when you were just started. You were one of the first rappers that I knew personally that was performing and getting out there and doing shows. And now I do a lot of shows with Mad Minds, and and you know they've really inspired me too. But before before I even knew them, man, is you know I knew you through Jack and and the homies and Hell shit. Yeah. And so I saw you doing that, and I'm like, man, okay, like that's the next move for me. Yeah, man, that's the next move for Bobby. All right, cool. Looks like. All right, we got to get on stage. So 100%, you're dude. inspiring even artists as well, man. So appreciate I appreciate that, you brother. doing what you're doing. We just did two hours. So um, yeah, that's dude. a freaking podcast wow, right there. By, dude. Wow. It did, man. That's Bobcast for you. So Fuck you got to hit the circuit, though, man. You got to hit the pod. You got to start getting on some more pods. And, Hell yeah, bro. And, uh, you know, getting out there for, for the, uh, you know, with the conversation, too. Because I feel like, you know, sure, we have the music and we leave it all the music. But, you know, for the added experience. Fuck I yeah, think you'd man. be great on a, get on a few shows and get the word dude. out even more. So I'd love Absolutely. to have you back on again, man. I'll have all the links. Back, uh, anything you want to plug right now for the time being, I mean, I'll have all the links in, in the description. But Yeah, sounds good, man. Yeah, right now, check out uh, Trash EP. Um, uh, sweatpants coming out October 7th. Uh, keep a lookout. Instagram, at underscore Bobby Doc. My TikTok is Bobby Doc Music. Yeah, that's all I got to plug right now, man. Bobby. Thanks for doing this today, buddy. Long overdue, my man. man. Long overdue. Tret, thank you. Absolutely. Tret. Freaking boy over here. Big boy, hold on. Let me get one more soundboard shit for the road. Let's get it for the freaking road, son. For the boys. Where's Let's Go? Where the fuck is it? Fuck it. I'm doing this one. And that's how we end. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bobcast. Get that thing ready. We are on all platforms. As you know, <laughs> even the ones nobody uses. Alrighty then. Deuces. Woo! Hell yeah, man, that was fun. That's a pod, baby. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Bobcast. I really appreciate it. This show continues because of your support. 
whether you're watching or listening on any platform, I appreciate that. Um, you can find us on all of the social media platforms. You know the deal there. The video version is also on YouTube and all of the links for everything are down below. And once again, the only thing I ask is if you could just share this with somebody who you think might find it valuable or is there a topic in here or a conversation that somebody you know has an opinion on? Um, can you just take that 14 seconds and send it over to them? That would mean the world to us. So I appreciate it. Thanks again. And we'll see you on the next one.